Welcome everyone. My name's Dallas and you're listening to Vic Food Stories. This is the place where we talk about food in and around Victoria, BC. And I have the powerhouse with me today, known as Dumpling Drop. Oh, I don't know. How are you two doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Great. Great, that was very quiet. Oh, I, I promise I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, the first thing I want to ask, okay. what makes a good dumpling? Love. Love? Yeah. I think so. I don't know. Is that, is that the secret ingredient? I don't know. I think I should you should care what you ingredient. I think I think all like I think most of good food the main part of it is this ingredient, like good quality ingredient. Yeah. And I think people make the best food when they're passionate about what they're doing or what they want to do, you know? Of um, course. Is it like when you go to a chain restaurant? The chef there, they're just making someone else thing. Where you go to a small restaurant where people cooking their own thing that they're like passionate about and they're like proud to serve people. I I think that when good food come out, small or big. Isn't it amazing though that like that is totally the case? Like when, when someone makes something with love, you can actually like you, you can feel it almost or taste it, I guess. Yeah, like like just like small, like speaking of like a lot of the corner from like us is Vasha. I think that food's great, but he's like cooking his mom recipe, you know, oh, yeah. she's in the kitchen. She, you know, overlooked thing. I, and I feel like that make what? She's like the sweetest lady. Yeah. Larsha's amazing. Yeah. I've only met her a couple of times. Yeah, but you know what I mean? It's like yes. a, a different kind of thing. And so with, with dumplings, I don't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. So like disclaimer, I don't, I'm coming from a point of view of no knowledge whatsoever. Okay. So I know that there are like a lot of different types of dumplings, right? Yeah, I think every culture have their own version of dumpling, you know. Um, Tibetan, they do momo. Okay. I think momo is uh, definitely a type of dumpling. Uh, pierogi. Um, pizza pop. Oh. <laughs> I'm just look, kidding. <laughs> the back of the my notes, this is from a pizza pop box. This was I, meant to be. I don't know <laughs> if the last time I had pizza pop. but It's I, funny I, that the last <laughs> interview I did... They they mentioned pee pop, pizza pops as well. Oh really? And so I'm like, yeah, I flip over my notes. That that wasn't in the podcast, but yeah. yeah I think I still get down with pizza pops. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't think I don't remember the last time I had pizza pop. But maybe really? I'll maybe I'll make one tonight. This is not to say that we have anything against pizza pops. Oh, of course. <laughs> I did see that House Sausage is making their own, so I'm curious to try that. Me too. Maybe so, I'll I'll DM them tonight. <laughs> have you talked to them? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, they're awesome they're, guys. They're awesome. They're super fun. So hoping to work with them soon. Oh really? Yeah. And so the the dumplings you're making these are Chinese style, right? Yeah, I think it's just I wish you call like an Asian dumpling. Like I'm not Chinese by any mean. I'm yeah. t- I'm from Thailand, yeah. but we have like I'm Thai Chinese, so it's just a little bit of anything I learned growing up eating Asian food, working in a Thai restaurant, which is mostly Chinese Thai people working there. So the style of cooking, I. Th- the style of Thai food cooking here is really Thai Chinese cooking. Okay. So that, I think that should, yeah. So what's different? Like what's, like, how is that different versus just like Thai cooking? Just spice. Really? Uh, yeah. I don't think the real Thai cooking would use soy sauce ever, but everything here, like every single stir fry dish that would use soy sauce. Okay. So like based in Thai, like the real Thai cooking, I would say they use a lot of fish sauce. So soy sauce. They would call it seasoning salt. It's not quite soy salt that we use here. It's called like, what do they got? The butterfly salt. Butterfly seasoning salt. Yeah, like that would they would use, but it's not actually soy salt. But it's say. similar? 
Oh yeah, similar, but tastes okay, so much better. I, oh really? Lighter. Yes, it's really good. Okay, we'll, we'll let you try some. I would love to try it. <laughs> and so soup dumplings, those are ones that are in like liquid, right? Um, soup dumpling is um the is that, one the not? one that you steam. Okay. And then the inside, when you break out the pocket, you have to put the soup dumpling on a spoon, because like you take a bite and then the soup will all fall into the spoon or like you oh. break it and then you eat it like that you would guarantee to burn your tongue eating soup dumpling so oh, i burn my tongue no matter what i eat true <laughs> so this is this to make it even worse yeah it's like um they put a little bit of uh like a soup gelatin sheet in it and then with the with the filling and then they wrap it and that and then when you cook them the soup gelatin kind of like melt down and it but it's like in the wrapping okay so it's just, you know you basically it, get a bowl of soup inside a dumpling wrapper. That's yeah. sick. And then you burn your mouth. They're quite good. They're just so hard <laughs> to make. Dope. Yeah. We, really? try, we tried them once and it was like the most popular thing. People get so excited, but it was like nightmare. So once and never again. People ask me all the time, will I make it again? I say, never. Never. Well, I wouldn't, well, not say, never. I wouldn't say never. <laughs> maybe maybe May, never. Maybe never. But no, it was, I mean, like now we have like people to do it, people to help out. But before it was just me making all this sheet of gels and put some put them in the wrapping was really really hot and so you mentioned that a lot of different um countries make different forms of dumplings yeah and I, I would assume that there's probably like a cultural significance behind dumplings i don't do you know are you familiar with any of well, that in, in my culture alone uh, well i don't know in my culture yeah it's like when family gathering together and then you know we will sit like in a round table where my grandma should make the filling and you know she roll out the sheet and all the grandkids are just like helping rolling them and then everyone get to like eat and then take some home after type idea it's just like a family gathering okay yeah so everyone can chit chat around the table and talk about catching up and that's awesome you know? so it's like a social thing yeah and like i heard that from my friend that you know she heard they polish Aaron. yeah and she said like growing up that that what they would do too in their family when they go and visit their the uh, baba is that they like would just roll pierogi and just cashing up. So if we if we sort of roll it back, mm -hmm. what's what's your history in the industry? Because I got to say that I think you get like the most love out of anyone that I've ever heard of in the city. Like everyone loves you so much, like as a human being. Oh. I, I want to give you that feedback. I don't know if I ever told you that. That's nice to hear. Anybody I mention your name to, like I would say Tarn. They just like they immediately smile. Oh, that's that's really nice to hear. So Thank I don't know you. what you've done in the industry here, but it's it must be pretty prolific. I can't go anywhere without someone saying hi to her. It takes us, it takes us three hours to go anywhere. Okay. I swear, it's just so much love. It's like oh darn, everybody wants to talk to her. Just, I don't know. I I work in the Thai restaurant for sixteen years. Like bouncing around between different ones. Or? No, just one. I work at Ban Thai. Oh yeah. For 16 years. Which, which location? The downtown one. I worked okay. at the front end there for 16 years. And then after that, I left and managed a uh, famous original for six months. Oh, really? And after that, I was at Foo for two years. And then well, during the time I was at Foo at the end, I started to do dumpling, dumpling drop on the side with my mom. And then it got a little big, so I decided to leave. Okay. Yeah. And so if we look at sort of the history, which I, actually, firstly, I want to say... That's wild that you didn't, you weren't cooking before. Yes, I know. People actually think that I'm a cook and I'm like, I, I, like when people, like when you do, uh, uh, the last time I did Brewery and the Bees and then, you know, they're like, oh yeah. I just, was so stoked to see you there. 
I was I so excited were you, to be were you there. Like a last minute edition or they just well, I mean, I was only been there for three weeks, uh, doing this for like four months or something, and they asked me, and this is my favorite food festival. Yeah, all same time. with me. I love it. I love them. I think the yeah. organization, like everything, was just so good. Yeah. Uh, so to be part of it is like amazing for me. Uh, so they asked me, and I'm like, yeah, of course I would do it. So we gather thing together. But yeah, it's like that's like the first time someone called me a chef, and they're like, oh, I'm not a chef. I don't cook. <laughs> you can make some mean dumplings though. Right. And I, so, yeah, I was surprised at Brewing the Beast because, like, you were still pretty new in the game when that happened. Oh, yeah. And, like, your lineup, I think, was pretty big there. Yeah, we saw, we we were our food in, like, an hour, and I think we cooked more, the double of the asking us to do. So they asked, Oh, really? Yeah. So we were, like, double the, like, because it's, like, you know, one bite dumpling. I'm, like, they asked me for, like, certain amount, and we did double, and we, we were done. People were, people were so nice. And more than anything, it's all the, the chef and the cook, like, can we have someone? I'm like, yeah. That's that when I get really excited about. That's like people that I look up to yeah. get excited about my food. And they're stoked that like you, you're, I mean, it's something you've made. Yeah. Like if you weren't doing this, this these things wouldn't exist. I don't know. People can make dumplings. Yeah. But, but with your like, there's probably some touch you put onto it, right? Is there some specific thing you're doing or some of like your own flair? Love. <laughs> I think it's all your own flair. You get really excited. Like whenever she has a new idea. So for example, we're doing the spicy Szechuan pork belly right now. Okay. She was so excited about it. She like called me at 2 a.m. She's like, Emily, I have an idea. We're going to do spicy Szechuan pork belly. I'm like, okay. She's like, you have to try it tomorrow. And I think it's that excitement about, you know, the flavor. Yeah, but I always say to like think of something. I'm um, like right now we have um, organic, organic free range water buffalo from farm and field right now they're like we have this meat do you want to try it and i'm like yeah bring it on let's try it but i'm like just excited to just see what you know i have a couple people that i call up and be like well this is what i have what you know what do you think we should do and at the end of it i'm just like just try it it can't be that bad it's and definitely it, and, not that bad. and no. it turned out great usually yeah. how many different types have you done like different fillings oh probably like at least 10 right now okay yeah like we should switch it up a lot and how many, like every week, how many do you have different types every week? Um, Six. Okay. Yeah. And we should have one special that we keep rotating every two two weeks to a month, depend how popular they are. And I don't want people to get bored, so I change it up a little bit. <laughs> and so you have it set up right now because you have the new location. Yeah. We can get into that in a little bit. But you have it set up so people can do like the weekly pre-orders. Yep. Or you have like a weekly subscription box, right? We have a two months, uh, two month subscription okay. where like uh, for two months they can get two bags of dumpling and a chili oil delivery to their house every second week, and they oh, come really? with tote bag and some chopstick, and we we do that. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it, it did really well the first time, and then I think I think people kind, of, I don't know, it's something to look forward to. Yeah, especially during COVID. Of you course. Know? Yeah. yeah, COVID was. How have you how have you found COVID? How's it been for you? I think COVID was like the next step that we we need, like to like think of what we do. We need to do because we were doing solely based on pop up, and then we couldn't do pop up anymore. So we have to always like we have to think about the new thing and like a new way to do it. Um, we're going from like um. 15 delivery a week to close to 250 at wow. one point a week uh, over, uh, during COVID because people didn't want to come out and people want to eat something. Of course. You know, and also like 
with frozen dumpling to go is like it gives people something to do together. You know, yeah. people were like, I cook this dumpling with my kid. They love it. Or like, there's a few group of ladies that take turns buying dumpling because every Friday is they have a dumpling party. Really? And they cook dumpling together. And it's like, to me, yeah. it's the whole purpose of like where my dumpling come from. It's like me gathering with my family. So it's type made me pretty happy that people do that. But how, like, so again, how does that feel though, knowing that there's like people that like, this is part of their weekly routine, something that you're doing that must feel pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I don't even know what to say. I think it's 100%. pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so looking at the sort of the history of dumpling drop, how did, how did that sort of come to be? Um, about two years ago, my, my mother got diagnosed with Alzheimer. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Okay. Yeah. It's happened. I, um, but it's in the history of our family. So she got diagnosed with Alzheimer's, so she couldn't work anymore. Um, so the doctor's just like, you know, there's no cure for Alzheimer's. Just keep her happy, keep her busy. And I'm an Asian only child, so the only thing that keeps her busy and happy is me. So we just try to find something to do together that make her happy. And I think making dumpling bring her like really good memory of us growing up, doing this with my grandma. Yeah. So we would just start doing it and, we were making a lot of dumplings, so I'm always invite my friend over for dumpling, you know, and keep them away. But next thing you know, my friends are like, well, why don't you just start selling them? Like, this is pretty amazing. And so next thing you know, my one of my friends did the photo, the other one made the website, and boom, this dumpling drop. When it first started, mm-hmm. I was like, what is this dumpling drop? Right. I didn't understand what was, um, like, what it was. It just came out of nowhere. And yep. then I see this Instagram account with like thousands of followers. I, I, I thought Instagram was also one of the biggest thing. I okay. think we have like, Dumpling Drop have one like the best fan base. Yeah. And I would go oh, like- Oh, a million percent. I, I would go against anyone in this town to think that like they have better fan than we do. Yeah. No. And we it's have, not even like quality or quantity, it's quality. Like yeah. people are diehard so fans. Yeah, people are so excited. People are so, so supportive, like so kind, you know? I have someone bought my mom flower because really? yeah, like she's like, oh, this flower, I just picked flower. This is for your mom, and I'm like, she didn't know your mom. Yeah, she didn't know my mom. She just know the story behind. Okay. She like she know that I'm like growing dumpling with my mom. She's like, flower for your mom, or like this is for your staff. Or like people are so kind, so excited. And are you still doing it with your mom? Yes, she oh, she was awesome. here today actually. That's she fantastic. Just, she loved, yeah, she come I love here. It. Five days a week. She's really excited to come here. That's, that's so awesome. Yeah. Like the, the way I kind of feel about things happening in life is like when bad stuff does come up, rather than dwell on it and spend the time that you have like dwelling on something, mm-hmm. make the most of it because it's the time you have left. Yeah. And I, and I love the fact that you're channeling that and now it's come, it's like could turn into something like this. Yeah. Something so like just organic. Yeah, like, I love it. And I get That's to take amazing. care of, you know, the money. Like, I get to take care of my family. This is something for I'm very, very excited about. Good for you, Tarn. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks. And I do want to make a note that I want to give a shout out to the seagulls right now that are up <laughs> above us. Because we're sitting out in this courtyard that I didn't know existed. Yep. But we're in behind, what's the place next door there? Um, Habit Coffee. Okay, Habit Coffee. Mole. The old Mole, anyway. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, then I look at uh, a new location. It should be side that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this Authentic is a cool Authentic Chinatown, I say. Yeah, you were saying that, that you lived in Chinatown for a long time. 12 years, yeah. And then every morning. Oh, yeah. They, the best alarm clock yeah, I'm going to get. Yeah, you were saying like 4 or 5 a.m. they start. Yeah. The seagulls start making noise. After the garbage can, for sure. 
So how's it? How's the new space been so far? Getting this new space? It's good. It's amazing to just have the own space, and uh, you know, it's like a dream to have my my own thing. So yeah, I'm pretty excited about that, and it's nice that people can actually now stop by the day we open to pick up their own dumpling, and they don't have to before like you have to pre-order a week ahead of time, which is like. I feel bad, but like that's all we could afford it to do. Like we didn't have enough space, and you know we were part time at Paul's Diner Kitchen, and now we have our own space, and we can do all the production we want. So people can now stop by, grab dumpling for the dinner for that for that day, and not have to wait like a week to get it. So people don't necessarily have to pre-order; they can just come up Monday, Wednesday, Friday, three to six, right? Yeah, but if you want anything specific, then you should pre-order because. It sell out pretty quick. Of course. Yeah. Do you ever get people that are like, "Oh, so here's a question, FOMO." You know FOMO. Mm-hmm. It seems like you've capitalized on FOMO like more than anyone. You and Chelsea with Sydney scones. And, I know. It, I think. I, I but think no, it's, it's like it's like brilliant because it's like the psychological thing. Have you? Did you do that like consciously, at all? Yeah. No. No. no but a, freezer space. Yeah, we didn't. Have, we didn't okay. have enough freezer space for one. But also like. People always like, I pop up like, why don't you make more? I'm just like, well, I mean, like quality over quantity, you yeah. know, like yeah. I just like, I just want to still make every dumpling on my own then. So that's all I can afford to make. Like that's all the time I have to make. And yeah. Because when you don't like when you kind of meet demand, but there's still a little bit more demand than your supply. Like there's always, it just drives it. Yeah. I think, I think that people, and I think that created like the excitement. Yeah, 100%. You know, and something for people to look forward to. Because your pop-ups are, like, legendary. Last year in the, in the, in the city? It was so much fun. Like, we, we have so much fun doing pop-ups. It's just, like, people were, like, yeah, people are crazy for it. Yeah, people will come half an hour. Like, they get there before I get there to set up. Yeah. But I'm a last minute person. So I'm like getting So you there. like sneak in the back? Or? Yeah. No, I just go in and they're like, oh. I'm like, oh, we'll be ready before. We'll be, we'll be ready at sick. But they're like, the one we did at like Cold Comfort and stuff like that, like they, people will be lie up like half an hour, like 5.30 people will be there lie up already. Yeah. And we'll be like done in 20, like the, the fastest we done was 22 minutes. That's insane. Yeah. Like six. Where was that? Cold Comfort. Okay. Uh, can Canteen, you yeah, know, the little side Yeah. Excellent location. Love them there. Are you They're still so going to be doing pop-ups, you think? Um, yeah? You're nodding your head? I don't know. I don't I know. Doing pop-up. I love I'm doing pop-ups. I'm just optimistic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love doing pop-ups. It just have to be the right fit with the VHA and stuff. They they don't like the defy outside. Yeah, no, of course. Not right and, now. Yeah, not right now. So maybe in my my new space, if we can get the kitchen going, then we can have like a pop-up at the door. Something like that. That will be kind of fun. So do you have do you have plans for that new space? As yeah, of now? Yeah, well we want to put the kitchen in eventually, but right now we um focusing on wholesale. So we're gonna take that, do that for now and take our time with renovation and then hopefully beginning of next year we can when everything calmed down with the COVID and stuff, yeah. maybe we'll have some people in here eating dumpling, drinking wine. That'd be so sick. Are you gonna have sake? Because you love sake, don't you? Yeah. Maybe maybe if Anton would come and serve sake, I would do that. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Get like a pop-up with him coming in or something. I would love that. That'd yeah. be awesome. Another thing you do, though, is the chili oil. Yep. How, so your chili oil is incredible. How hard is it to make chili oil? I think you have to 
put the right things together. It's just like, what do you want to eat? Like, I don't even know how I come up with things. I just like to like, I'm like, I think this would taste good with this and this. And somehow over a hot pot one night, I I get together and make hot pot. And I was making this dipping sauce. Because at, at hot pot, you make your own dipping sauce. Like everyone, there's like a table full of like ingredient and you make your own stuff for dipping for the the hot pot. That's how it, we do it. And my family. Yeah. And I just come up with this dipping sauce. And I'm like, man, this is the best chili oil ever. And that's how dumpling drop chili oil come come up. So it's, is it? It's incredible. Like when I was with Natalie on uh, at Chelsea's event, mm-hmm. the um, Sydney Scones event that she put on with Fix Coffee. Yeah. Or Fix It. Um, she tried the dumplings. And like she said, I think that was like one of her most favorite things she's ever tried in her life. Oh, that's so but, sweet. But it, she's like, it wasn't just the dumplings, but it was also the chili oil. Yeah. So it is the total combination. Yeah, I think it go well together, especially with when it like deep fried and crispy. It's yeah, so good. There, and there was something too that like that day, mm-hmm. like uh, the dumplings are incredible. But something about that day, like it tasted even better than I the last time I had had it. I don't know, I don't think anything's changed. No, but it I just, don't like, think so. I had them. I'm like, oh wow, I, well, I must have my brain must have not been working last time or something. No, oh thank you. That's that was nice. That was so much fun. Um, yeah, I'm like pretty proud of that chili oil, but. It, don't get it on anything because they're never coming out. Yeah. Like all my clothes. Yeah. Chili oil. We have I, a. I know like that a, one shirt. I think I have a little bit on that shirt. It's <laughs> not coming out. It's right? not coming out. But okay, that's fine. Yeah. We have like a, I want to say a bi monthly tie dye party with the staff because we have white shirts for our uh, uniform. Well, not uniform, but our, our t shirts here and they all have chili oil on them. And we, you know, we don't want to have so much fabric waste. So yeah. we just all come back and tie dye our dumpling drop shirts and. Yeah. <laughs> it becomes so part like of a, the like team new, activity. That's awesome. Yeah. So just, you just have like a your your like version one shirt, then version two. Yeah. It's different version one. Yeah. This is version. This is version one. Yeah. So what what colors are that is that going to be after you tie dye? What do you what do you think? I don't know. I like the the green that we were having last time. Oh yeah, we did a nice green orange combination. Green orange. Okay. Combination. How many different colors do you do? Just two. Whatever's available. Yeah. What what do we have? You know, they like the. Like my employee, like they organize everything, so it's a fun thing that we get to do like once a month together. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, now we now and yeah with the team. I don't know if people can see on the video, but there's a little new addition to the team. Oh no! Team Dumpling Drop. Say hi, Eddie. Hi. This is Eddie. Eddie She's is the like the most. Dumpling. Eddie so is the most chill dog I think I may have ever seen. So she had a moment. Um. You couldn't see it off camera, but what, right she now? like, yeah, she saw her Totoro little doll yeah. and remembered that it existed and had a little play date with it. And I thought she was going to fall off the bench. I was so scared. Oh, really? So I'm just wrestling with her. I was smiling on the camera, but then she went back to sleep and she's been chill ever since. It's it's incredible. Like since I've been here, yeah, she's just been like, pretty, pretty basically good. whatever you want to do, go ahead. Yeah. I'm just going to so chill. chill. And you said she's like, she's eight weeks. She's like brand new. Brand new. We just got her yesterday. And you guys did a road trip, I guess. I did. Shitter. I drove. Oh, you know, I, just I, you. I, yeah, I drove to Kamloop and back yesterday to pick her up. Where are you going? Where are you going? How was that? Uh, it was a lot of drive. I actually really enjoyed driving alone. Okay. Except we got a little bit of traffic in Chilliwack. That was weird. Yeah. Like every time I come back on that road, in like during like Chilliwack and Langley, it's always traffic. But other than that, I really enjoy driving alone. Do you listen to podcasts or do you listen to music? Music. What music? 
uh, we just tried to turn something really calm for her. So it's like okay. raining sound and thing. Oh, really? Really I, chill. I just tried to make her calm. I, just, I didn't want her to freak out in the kennel. Going zen. 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 And how much sleep did you get last night? Zero. Zero. Yeah, I was ne- I'm like a nervous parent. I just sit up and make sure she's okay. And, really? Yeah. And so, because you, you do have a little um, a kennel, right? Yeah, she didn't she didn't like the kennel, so I took her up to my bed. And but I feel like you'd probably be worried if she sleeps in your bed that like you're gonna roll over. Yeah, I, know, I was yeah. worried about that. She's so little, and I'm like, oh god, what if I like? But I'm not a heavy sleeper at all, so yeah. I'm okay. She's getting luxury already. She's already in the bed. <laughs> I know. She's. <laughs> we spent a lot of money on her yesterday. Just gifts and swag. And really? Yeah. She's so decked out. Yeah, and you were saying that she likes the Totoro toy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that seems to be like the the first thing that she's gravitated towards. That's it. But what else? So what what stuff is she's not is she not gravitating towards? Um, she's not gravitating towards her kennel. That's for sure. Oh yeah, no. and doesn't like the food yet. So doesn't always food. Okay. Not very food motivated. What are you doing for the food? Toy. Are you going to do something? Uh, for her, I have, yeah. I'm thinking about feeding her raw food, but that's a lot of work. Like yeah. it's, it's pricey, but she's not going to eat that much. So like price is not really like, it's just. Like, it's a lot of work because, like, it's hot out. You can't, if she doesn't eat it all right away, then, you know. I don't know. Like, if, like, my mom's Thai and she like, Thai way, you should, like, you feed your dog what you eat. And I'm like, no, we don't want that here. <laughs> I don't want her to get so fat. That's what happened to the last one. Here. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Was it, was the last one a dash hound too? No, it was a Frenchie. Okay. Yeah. So you like the smaller dogs? I like smaller dogs. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what I've always been. My my dad always had like smaller yeah. smaller dogs. Yeah, I think we have a house. You know, like we live in a con, like in a in an apartment in a condo. So like, yeah, it's not. I don't know. Yeah, you definitely need a house for. Well, you don't definitely need a house for a big dog, but it certainly helps. Of course. Yeah. 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 For sure. And so bringing it back to Dumpling Drop, um, you've done a lot of collaborations mm-hmm. with a lot of different brands. Close. Yeah. And do you have uh, any plans moving forward to continue that? Or oh, are, you yeah. just, are you just kind of doing your thing right now? Or um, I'm doing something with Culture Kombucha okay. next. Uh, we're doing a giveaway. Um, house Sausage, maybe. Okay. Uh, yep. We're talking about doing something fun together. Even like the people from Nowhere and Hang, like last time when they come up to the market, we were talking about maybe do something fun together. So like anyone that reach out. I'm usually really open, you know. I've been doing thing with Sydney Scone that was fun. Um, Dan, you did something with her? Yeah, like we did a little giveaway together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but someone like Dan from Forty Nine Below, he yeah. made ice cream for me that I wanted to always try to make, and it was it turned out great. And that uh, all the pro- proceeds went to um charity. That was really nice. So awesome. Yeah, that was. And what fun. type of ice cream was that? Uh Thai iced tea. Oh. Um, he made that? Yeah. Oh, no. It was so good. I love Thai iced tea. I don't even know what to out. say that I missed out. How good was it? <laughs> so good. So good. Oh, was, no. Yeah, it was so nice. So he like, like, what do you want to make? Like, anything you want. Like, we can try it. I'm like, Thai iced tea? Because his Cinnamon Toast Crunch, have you had that one that he makes? No, is it good? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's, you, have he you makes had Cinnamon some... Toast Crunch? No. No? Did you... Have you had I it? grew up on it. Oh, yeah. Have you had the ice cream? No, I didn't even know that they made it. And yes, I'm Dan does that. For it, yeah. I will DM him. Tonight. It's ridiculous. It's it's insane. If you like cinnamon toast crunch, that's what this is. But it's ice cream. Oh my god, I'm so excited. There was another one that he did that I was super into, and I don't remember what it was. It was blue. Oh, I didn't. Oh, the, the honeycomb one stands out for me as well. Honeycomb was good. Uh, no, the the mini egg. Oh my god, yeah, the mini egg one. 
They did a mini egg one for around Easter time, and, and that was fun. So good. I know. We love ice cream. <laughs> Everyone loves ice cream. Oh, Maybe yeah. There's a lot of good ice cream in the city. So many. Yeah. There's so many. Like Kid Sister. Have- I love Kid Sister. Kid yes. Sister's good. Cold Comfort. They have their own. I feel like Cold Comfort have their own cult. People, like 8 p.m., you go there and there's lie up. You know, people finish their dinner and they're like, what are we going to do? Oh, let's walk to Cold Comfort and grab ice cream. It's crazy. So when I was doing pop-up there, which is like last summer, it was insane. Were you doing a pop-up every single weekend? There for a little bit. Yeah, we were. But like overall, just in general. Um, if, it, if I felt like you were doing one at least one, one a week. Yeah, and at the end, like sometimes like, like over Christmas, we did like a couple here and there. Like you know, um, we did um an appetizer for the opening of Paul's Diner, and that was so much fun with Club. And yeah, it was nice. And then we do thing at the Village. Yeah. In Cook Street Village, and yeah, there was a talk about doing a lot of things. And with COVID, come we just I think we cancel that week alone when. Thing just start cancel. I think they can- we canceled five pop up that week. Oh, really? That was like the busiest week we were going into, and then we should have to cancel them all. And- it was worrying. It was like that was, you know, all of a sudden we have culinary coming up. We have all of these pop ups booked, and then suddenly it's like the income for the next month and a half that you know dumpling drop is counting on is just gone, and yeah. with not no way to, you know. We just had to pivot so fast. It's like, okay, well, I guess we can't do this. We, you know, we had full halong. We had so yeah. many well, that's things. Right. Yeah, yeah we're, we're gonna full halong. Yep. We were gonna do week beer. Uh, we were gonna do a closing night for big week beer week at uh, the Hudson Market. Yep. that was gonna be a big one for us. So it was like a big, big week. Uh, and then, boom, everything's gone. Like everything that we have woke up for the next couple of months was gone. So. Well, it was such a crazy time. Yeah, like, but because no one it was knows. Like, it was unknown. Yeah, no one knows what's going on, like, how how long is it going to go on for, like, what's, yeah. you know, so it was, it was crazy. So we just started doing delivery. Yeah. I think that also, like, with all of that happening, um, it was just shortly after Tarn had made this her full-time gig, too. And then yeah. all of a sudden, there's just no guarantee or anything and you know everything that had been planned is suddenly off and it was yeah. definitely it was definitely a big learning curve <laughs> um and a big In what way, what did, so what, what does that mean um we had again tarn had mentioned like we had been doing some deliveries here and there yep and that was mainly it it was mostly pop-up and now suddenly there's just no pop-up and you know now we have to rebrand as we're a frozen dumpling delivery service after being branded as we go up and do a prepared food pop-up. Like it's just such a change. And I guess you just have to hope that, you know, your customers and, um, and everyone in the community accepts that and wants to roll with that. And thankfully they did like, this is where it comes in where you were saying that we have the best fan base. Like what we mean is, you know, people really care. They heard that we're doing this frozen dumpling delivery service and they're like, yeah, we're on it. We're going to get that. We want to see you guys continue to succeed through this time. And like, it's just, it was amazing. Yeah. And everyone was so kind. Like, thanks for doing, thanks for making this food. It's like this crazy time. Like we appreciate like having like dumpling delivery and something we can cook with our family. Like going to grocery store back then was like hassle, you know, the lie up that, 
thrifty food at like yeah, nobody knew what was going on. No, exactly. Like, I didn't no want to go anywhere. No one wanted to go out, right? So no. for them to have like, oh, I can actually have a meal with my family, drop off at my house, and I actually can still cook them with my kid and having like a night doing it with my family and having a nice meal was nice. That's awesome. I mean, but again, that speaks, I think, to how much sort of the, how good of a job you did growing it right at the start. Because literally, like I said, I didn't, it came out of nowhere almost. I looked at this Instagram account and there's like 4,000 followers already. And I'm like, what is this? It was, it was crazy of how much, like, I mean, like part of it, I guess was people, it, who, who runs the Instagram? Is it me? Just you? Yeah. You, has it been you the whole time? Yeah. I can't that, afford anyone. I look into that. But you don't need anyone. Let, like, let's just clarify right now. I think you have like 10.3,000 or something. 10.4. Oh, 10.4. Yeah. That's new. Yeah, that's today. Congrats. Congrats. Thanks. Like breaking the 10,000 mark as a business, uh, like serving food in Victoria is insane. Yeah, the thing is though, we solely based in Victoria. Because yeah. like we can't really go anywhere else. Yeah. So to have that, I thought it was crazy. Like even I personally think it's crazy. I can I can think of maybe a couple other places that have it. Like Nourish does, I believe, and maybe that's it. Really? Okay. Like no, like there, there is. I think there is a couple more, but I don't I don't know offhand. But I thought it was so crazy. It was like it's, we were it's we were gaining like a hundred like hundred four like every like second day. Like it was like, I love weird. It. Like it's just like what amount you know people get excited like. People that know me from all my old job, like, oh, this is what you do now. And, you know, like, people get excited. Like, I, I grew up here. I went to school here. So, like... Which school? I went to Vikai. And so Central. did I. Oh, yeah, I went to Central nice. and Vikai, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, no, I went... I went. Uh... Practically, that's mean we never really go to school. You know that, right? People are like, oh, you went to Vikai? You mean you should hang at the square in Fernwood? I'm like, yeah, we did hang at the square. You know square. what? When I, when I went there, there was, there was tacos, I think, being sold or something at some point. And that little, not, not um, Mesa Familiar. No, but there was another taco company. another one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there was another taco company. I never tried them. Then. Did you ever try those? No. Okay. No, but it used to be also like, it used to have like a really cool pizza place by the Vestacious too. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember that. I'm pretty old. So that was a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm pretty old too, so. I don't know. <laughs> um. So we, we had mentioned about sake earlier. Uh-huh. And when I was in Japan, yeah. you you like sent Anton and I a bunch of suggestions of what to do. Okay. So I want to thank you for that, first oh, off. Of course. Because you had sent like one of the ones is one that I went and did by myself. Which is? And it was one that was um it was in Tokyo and it was a park. And you said it was kinda of like Beacon Hill Park, I think. It, uh, what's it? Yoyuji Park. Yes, Yoyuji exactly. Park. Yeah. So the, I did do that. That, uh, it's cool, isn't it? It was like what people do, like what Japanese people do in that park. It's like they're like really into exercise, but they're yes. really like really particular about exercise. And there was know? there was one guy with like really loud hip hop music going. Yeah, it was like a whole diverse like just every. It seemed like everybody was represented Did there. Did you see the group of them that hang out there that dress like Elvis? No, no, I didn't see that. They all hang out there. It's pretty cool. I love them. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, I always Except- tried to talk to them, and they just wouldn't. They wouldn't talk to you? They don't speak English. Oh. Or you weren't dressed like Elvis. That's also true. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I actually did Google Maps to walk there and it led me to a gate and I got there too late at night. So the gate had closed. Okay. And I had to find my way back and it like, I basically spent three hours trying to get to that park, walking or two hours walking around. It was crazy. But, but it's probably fun. Walking out of Japan sometime. I aim- miss that. Aimlessly. Yes. It's like when you find the best stuff. Yeah. I have like 
the best time in Japan. And then mostly just walking around. And if like if I see like a lie up, yeah, for food, I usually should go and lie up for the food. Of course. And I don't. They like like my friend. Like, what is it? I'm like I don't know, but they lie up. It have to be what good, right? Yeah. So that's how I eat my way to Tokyo. Sometimes it's like I should lie There's up. So many hidden gems. And actually, when I saw you two in January, I think yeah, um, you had mentioned that you were going to be moving to Japan. Yes, another COVID pivot. Yeah. You know, life throws you curveballs. So have you been there a lot then too? I've never been there. I lived oh. in China um, okay. for a while because I used to be an English teacher and I was hoping to do that in Japan. Um, and I'd had a contract all lined up for that and it's not happening not yet. anytime soon. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I should go every year for my birthday. So my best friend lived there. Oh, really? Yeah. In Tokyo? In Tokyo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so you do, you would go every single year? Yeah. For the past five six years i go every year to for how long 10 days that's how i do my vacation i never do anything more than 10 days so is that is 10 the magic number i think it's perfect i think i have fun until 10 days like after that i might get bored so and in japan like 10 days great if it, so are you staying strictly in tokyo or are you going other places uh this time we went to osaka yeah um kyoto sometime oh i love I, kyoto that was Ky- my favorite place kyoto is so beautiful yeah that's probably like because like supposedly it's like it was the original capital, yeah, right? Yeah, because it, and also like it's one of the city that never get bombed. So all the old building, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like all the like old temple and old building is still standing, and I think that's amazing. Have you been to Hiroshima? No. Okay. I think it's a little the story behind it. It's like going to the museum there and and seeing like when you first walk in, they have that table where it's like sort of a hologram mm-hmm. of like the the bomb. It's from an overhead view, and the bomb drops, and you see the city overhead before it hits mm-hmm. and then it nukes and it just wipes everything out like that that sets the stage and it's like so emotional mm-hmm. uh when you go through the museum and then and then you walk outside and they have that building that's still there like i think it's maybe the last remaining structure oh, wow. from when the bomb hit okay and it's just it's a histor- historical site yeah and like anton and, I, anton and i think both uh we both had some tears when we were there yeah it was it was really insane yeah yeah yeah, I I should yeah, I haven't been that, but I also just like sometimes I'm just like, man, that might be a little too heavy for my ten day vacation. But I will go sometime soon. Hopefully, I, I think it's good to go. I mean, I think with Anton and I, we just kind of just wanted to go out of respect. Yeah, because when we were there, like we had to go because everyone, every single person that we encountered, like showed us the utmost utmost respect. So kind. It was it was mind blowing. And you feel so safe there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I like always oh, walking yeah. alone. Like, and I don't even speak Japanese, and I feel safe because someone will, someone will help you out. Someone will guide you, and you know. Um, it was like one day at a bus stop. Anton and I were there. It was late at night, and this older lady, she's probably like seventy-five, eighty. Mm-hmm. She didn't speak any English, and she came up to both of us, and she was like determined to help us. Mm-hmm. And she actually did somehow. And then, and then we like were like arigato gozaimasu. Mm-hmm. Like we were saying thank you very much. And she just sort of nodded her head and sort of grunted and then turned around and just walked away at like 10 p.m. at night. It was it was awesome. Yeah, that's like they're so, it was so great. Yeah, I love I love Japan. I think it's like one of the coolest country. I, I want to move there. Where would you move? Probably, I would just live in Tokyo, actually. Really? Yeah, I like Tokyo a lot. Which area? Uh, ooh. I don't know. Um... Not Shibuya, that's you know, somewhere like somewhere like I don't know, like you know by the river where the all the cherry blossom. Okay. I like that area. Like just like 
a little like a little bit off from Shibuya. I just can't think of the name right now. Yeah. But it's like that's a good neighborhood. Very expensive though. I just want to own one of those. Just don't. I mean, Ginza is expensive. Oh, I don't. I don't like Ginza. It's okay. Just, it's just. Is it more expensive than Ginza, the, the the other one? Yeah, but it's like really Japanese based. Like that's where all the Japanese people. I think Ginza is where like all the phone model live. Okay. For all the foreign model hangout and all like the Japanese businessmen hangout, you know. I see. But like this is more like a China, uh, like a Japanese neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, I love it there. And where were you going to go teach? Which which area? Um, I was going to be in sort of a small residential area just outside of Tokyo. Okay. Like I think about two hours away. Um, which direction? South, sort of along the oh, coast. Yeah. Um, sort of at the like the base of Mount Fuji, but on the coastal side. Yeah. Um. Yeah, maybe one day. I hope so. I hope so. Because it was said, it, like, honestly, Japan was incredible. How long I, were you there? Uh, we were there for two weeks. Okay. That's Our, perfect time. We, yeah, it was, I guess, technically 13 days. But we did 12 cities in 13 days. Wow. You, you guys were crazy. When you were telling me about what you guys were doing, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, we, we, I mean, we're booking our hotels at 9 p.m. the night that we, like, we're staying somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, that night, we're doing it. And we only ran into one situation where we kind of had a, it was a little bit difficult to get a room. And then you we know stayed what the, in this you know what place. the Japanese people do? What's they that? should they should rent a oh the capsule hotel no the sinking room karaoke like and they, they should like stay there all night. You can like after midnight you can it's all you can drink and you can sing and then you can stay in there until like the next train open up. That's what people do. It's cheaper than renting a hotel. Really? Yeah, it's a thing. I'm not just making this up. Do people actually sleep here though, or they're just staying awake? No, I like I walk by sometimes and see it, and people are just like napping. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll pass out. I don't know. I had one cool night at um, there was an artist studio where I walked by when I was walking back to the hotel. Um, Anton wasn't with me, and there was two guys in there, mm-hmm. and it was the owner of the the space, and then um, the art the artist that was renting the space and showing off his work. Mm-hmm. And like one night, I just went in and hung out with them for a while, and it was the coolest thing. Yeah, I sometimes just walk by, and they like see me looking in and they tell you to come in and next thing you know you drink with them until three in the morning and yeah. they don't even speak english and somehow we managed to have great times and the little bars that they have there where it's like the room and the bar is the size of the room yeah i love the five seating bar yeah like, exactly I mean, it's just never gonna work here in victoria like with the rent and everything but like what a dream to have a five seating bar that i can just run by myself that's what Anton and, was saying. Like, and have all my friends sitting there, yes. you know? Like, that would be a dream. It's almost like Cheers or something. Yeah. It's where you, so you get cool. to, like, set your own little stage of, like, a movie. Because mm-hmm. you get to bring the energy and set it to sort of, you, you would, you would um, attract the people that sort of fall in line with what you're doing and who you are. Yeah. And you could just have this little environment that you create. And every night, you just go and chill and go home. I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it's not it's not about making money to them. Because I no. talked to a few of them. It's like it's a, it's create a space that they can hang with their friend. And something they something they you know, proud to have, you know. It's like yeah. a cool space for them to hang out with their friend. It's not about making money. I would think some of them should work so so hard to keep that up. Like I know a guy that like own um a coffee shop and he works seven days a week by himself and he like not making any money because the rent is so expensive, but he like I just enjoy doing this. I'm just doing what I love and I get my friend to hang out. It's, yeah. It's, you know, so it's like something to remind. So it's like a good sense of purpose. I think so. Yeah. I think to them, that's a lot. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And it just, yeah, the, 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 everyone was so genuine, it seemed. Yeah, so kind. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And, you know, they, they kind of keep them, you your own space too. They're never like 
in your face about anything. Everyone just oh, like no. on the train. They just read the book. They nobody nobody says anything on the train. No, nobody talks. No one talk on the phone. You never see anyone talk on the phone. I didn't see any children like misbehave the entire time we were there. I saw it once, and it was somebody who was a visitor. Yeah, I me think. too. Me too. I saw one, and it was like it was someone who was a tourist. Yeah, a foreigner yeah. kid screaming, but yeah. like Japanese kid. I don't think that even allowed to do <laughs> i don't know it was weird <laughs> like even know. the newborns were like they're just like quiet and i was like what, what is this actually, what are the, you the, giving your kid i actually, don't know <laughs> the, the deer the deer were more misbehaved oh yeah the deer did you went to the the island uh miyajima yeah. yeah and then in nara as well okay yeah yeah have you have you been to nara no okay you have to go to nara okay because there's that bar there called lamp bar um and machito i think he won he was named the best bartender in the world okay. five years ago, mm-hmm. and he's the owner of the bar. So when we went there, like the, this thing that the way they operate in that bar was was pretty mind blowing. Okay, because there's no menu. And like, he just make what away. Yeah, he just like. asks you. He's like, "What? Do you, so what do you like? What base do you like?" And then you you tell him like, "Well, I don't know vodka," and then he'll just come out with this crazy thing, and he'll come back and explain to you what all the different components are. I think that's so cool. Like, but I think Victoria getting like that though with with good bartending. I feel like we have so many good bartenders that like that how like. Oh yeah! Shout out to Mike Norbury. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love him. I Mike's think awesome. Yeah, and, and he, now I know Anton is gonna be entering his first competition. Oh, good for him! Nice. Yeah. What is he making? I don't know. I'm excited for him. He's probably gonna turn. You know. All He's in. going for it now. He's going for it. All caps. All caps. That's right. Love shout him. out! Shout out to all caps. Yeah, we love him. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I know Japan was, it's a very special place. Yeah. We actually went to um, a cocktail bar when we were in Mexico City. Okay. Uh, when was this? Beginning of February? Like March? really, like. Oh, right before COVID. Yeah, right before oh, COVID. Like, do you mean like like before COVID sort of hit here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, like right before everything started closing. Yeah, right before the quarantine things start to happen. I see. Yeah, we went to, I think it was like, yeah, the end of January maybe. Yeah. Uh, but we went to Mexico City where they recommend us to go to a jazz bar. And I'm like, okay, let's go to jazz bar. Like, it'll be kind of fun. We walked there and it was the sister bar to the one in Tokyo. So they only have one in Tokyo and one in Mexico City. Have you been to the one in Tokyo? No, I never made my way there. It's like I call it like the GB, JBS or something. Okay. Um, but it's like a high-end like music bar where they make fancy cocktail and you listen to like a high-end South system, like classic jazz music. It's super cool. That's but, awesome. But it's crazy that like there's one in Tokyo, another one in Mexico City. So is that on the list now then to go to the one in Tokyo? Yeah, definitely. To compare? Yeah, definitely. I think that would be pretty cool. It's so cool in there. It's just like everything. Just... And so how is Mexico City? Love cool. it. Yeah? Good yeah, probably insane. like one of, yeah. Well, like besides Tokyo, it's like one of the best cities I've been in a while. Okay, because yeah. I haven't traveled very much. I don't know. Have you guys done a lot of traveling? Yeah. Uh, yeah, We. I go to Europe. Like I went, I went to London a few times. Okay. A couple years ago. And then I went to Portugal and and yeah france and stuff but like no one like i went to mexico but like we go to all-inclusive so this is like mexico city is like a new experience totally you know different. it's totally different feel like i'm like oh everyone speak english in, in mexico right because we go all-inclusive all everyone's cancun no one speak nobody 
no. Okay. Or if they did, you know, you're in Mexico, why wouldn't you speak Spanish with us? I think yeah. maybe is the attitude, which fair enough. Yeah. Um, I think that like, it's a harder place to travel if you don't speak the language. Okay. Not impossible. But yeah, totally a different thing. Very European vibe kind of thing in the city. Very cool. A lot of fun. Yeah, cool architect. Mm. Yeah, architecture and food scene. That those, if you're into those things, that's what that's the place you have to go for sure. I'm down with food. Yeah, do you love it there? We like ask some um, a few people about like where to go, and they sent uh, like uh, Uber guy, and he sent that. I'm like, oh, where's the best taco stand? He's like, oh, I'll drop you off, and he dropped us off in a taco hall. Where like it's like a giant cafeteria, no single foreigner there, like not like it's they should like all like workers and then and they probably almost like a hundred table like tiny table and they would just serve everything like all they'll serve the whole pig so you can shoot what like what type of meat you want. Oh really? And then just like tacos, so cool. And I wonder, have you so have you had Israel's tacos? Yes, I did. And what do you think? Amazing. He's, Amazing, right? He's so he's so cool. I like. I would think Victoria's lucky to have him here. A million percent. Yeah, I think like I think Victoria like, and we we are hoping that he will, um, cook us a first stop party back here. Really? Yeah, like That's a awesome. private stop party. So well, we he's can, doing his thing now. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited. He so. just announced his uh the dinner for um this Friday. He put up the tickets last night for it, and the the early seating's already sold out. Nice. Where is he doing it? At Harvest Road. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. I think he was telling me about that, but I thought it was just a pop-up. I didn't know it was the dinner. I thought it was like a pop-up. So th- this one, I think, is a unique event okay. where it's a four-course meal. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm really stoked that they're, that they're sort of collaborating. Yeah. Because he, he came out for, with me for lunch one day because mm-hmm. I know Brendan and Jenny mm-hmm. at Harvest Road. And Brendan just walked over and he just sat down because he's really friendly. Yeah. And he just started speaking Spanish to Israel. Okay. And I think Israel was amazed because he wasn't expecting uh, Brendan to start speaking Spanish. And they instantly connected. That's cool. Like, it was so awesome to see. Yeah. And how it's now, now, now they're doing a collab like this. Yeah, that's It's really cool. Fun. Yeah, um, I have a meeting with him too. So we, hopefully we're doing something together soon. I don't know what going to awesome. be yet. Yeah, but I. His tortillas, like, they, they've ruined tortillas for me. <laughs> right? Like, legit. Yeah. Those tortillas are, like, unlike anything else. But you know what that is? He also make that with love. Yeah. Of course. Oh, there's, yeah. There's so, much, seen, yes. there's so much love and labor going into that. And that's a huge difference. Of course. You know? So, and he like, yeah, you know, it's not like the perfect circle because it hand pressed. I'm like, that's what people want, you know? Yeah, you want imperfections. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like the real deal, right? Like our dumpling doesn't look the same. Every, like, and you can tell, like, sometimes I can tell who make those dumplings, like who pinch those dumplings because we have, like, people helping out because everyone pinched the dumpling a little differently okay yeah so what's what's your technique with the pinching just go for it just just yeah the the, the dough soft enough so you put the thing the, the filling in the middle yeah fold it in half and you should pinch it and it should close okay so i do it differently but, i fold it like a fan yeah oh, really like some people were fat but i'm just like half just taking this pinch it i don't have time to be pretty about it i make <laughs> thousands of them a day you know, fast and efficient. Okay. I respect it. Yeah. And imperfect. Yeah. Like, I like, I like, there's a lot of love going into it. It's just not pretty. It how many, taste good. How many people are making them with you now? Um, we have 
12 staff right oh, now. Wow. On and off. On and off. Like, no one works full time. But, of like, course. yeah, but, like, we have, like, people help out with delivery. People who help out, like, four, day, four hours a week. But, you know, just friends. It's mostly, have, yeah, people coming to hang out. And then, and then you just have a good time and just making dumplings. Yeah. Mostly, well, that's awesome. But, yeah. So, it's, like, it's you were a saying. Good, it's a good, like, family. Yeah, so yeah. like when you were saying growing up, because you did it as a family, right? Yeah. Making dumplings? Yeah. And now it's sort of transcended into like a, a bigger family. Yeah, they just sit in a big table, around the table, and they just make dumpling and just chit-chat. And I will, I will make them lunch back here, you know, like barbecue some lunch, give them, like feed them. Just treat everyone like family here. That's incredible. Yeah. And when we say staff, like they're all friends. Yeah, they're yeah. all friends. Like my mom, yeah. my aunt. It's all friends and family. I love it. That's yeah, all it is. It's really nice. Yeah, like how I, I don't know. I, 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 that just makes me almost gives me the warm and fuzzies. Oh, you should come and hang out with us one day. I would love to. Yeah, because oh, like well, they will teach you how to roll dumplings. Can I please? Yeah, for sure. We'll we'll, we'll make that happen. For I would you. love to. Thank yeah. you. Anton also really want to roll dumplings. Does so maybe, maybe we should have you come in. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna taunt him. Yeah, but then he could, tell, But then he want he want to make the world most perfect dumpling. He does. It's Anton. He want everything to be so perfect. It's and gonna, that's the beauty of Anton. Yeah. We love him. Yeah. He's going to make it like the most pretty dumpling. And I'll be like making like six tray and that's Anton making. You should see. So when we go to food events and we're taking photos, uh-huh. Anton and I, like if you're, if you're with us in a group and we're, we're doing this like to take some photos, and we're going to try something mm-hmm. like you're going to be eating like really cold food. <laughs> because he between, wanted to take so many pictures no no him and me together oh god it's, it's awful but it's we actually but it looked good i really appreciate when you guys take picture of my food it looked nice i i i don't know i'm just i'm i'm used to eating cold food now oh, like oh. i'm just an accepted thing i almost imagine what this food was like hot half the time i don't know well, but we, we appreciate all the good photo thank you thank you and yeah, I know in Japan, there was a couple of times, I think, where we... Yeah, they get kind of mad of you. Well, no, no, but Anton and I were like, we we're trying to take photos of each other. And I don't know if we were just tired or what, but we got a little bit annoyed because we're like trying to get it perfect and it wasn't quite perfect. Oh, God. Well, I was going to say like all the Japanese lady be like, eat it. Before, like, because they wanted you to eat it when it's like the best, you know? Yeah. They don't want you to eat a cold food. So yeah, I'm kind of surprised they didn't get mad at you for that. I don't know. Actually, I did one thing in a, in a place. What are those drinks with the little tiny ball thing at the top? It's in like a plastic container and it's like a, like a fruit drink or something. Oh, okay. Like, I know exactly what you did, but do you I don't know, know what, what I mean? it's like. Um, it's like lemonade, but it's not. I know what you mean. Like it's you got push the little, it into the Yeah, yeah, thing. that. Um, oh my God, it starts with an R. I can't think of what it's called. I know exactly what you're talking about though. Because I, so I was drinking one of these things in a restaurant mm-hmm. and the waitress like ran over to me. And I don't know, you're supposed to drink, you can drink that out of the bottle, right? Yeah. Okay. Because I was doing that and she ran over like I was doing something horrific and she like gave me a glass and I wasn't sure if that was like wrong oh, or no, something. no, it's just sometimes they should like really like, oh, I forgot to give you a glass. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. You know, like. They just like, reminded me of that. It was, it was funny. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was, I was wondering for a second if I was doing something wrong. No, no. I think sometimes it's just like the culture that we don't really get and they like, you know, the way, like the way we pour a drink. I'm like, I'll pour you a drink. And they should like. Who are you doing with two hands? And like the, re- the certain angle, certain way is like the respect thing. It's like that's. I was just gonna say it's the respect. Yeah. When you're there and you're like, let's just say you you run into a stranger and mm-hmm. you're just talking to somebody, they they stop whatever they're doing, and they they like they're they're with you in the conversation. Yeah. They're present. They're not they're not like thinking about oh I got to go to the store over here and like 
yeah, what do you need? Like, you know, they're actually stop and they're engaging with you as, as if nothing else exists. Yeah. They're really polite people. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. I really hope that you're going to be able to, I mean, you'll be able to at least visit. Talk about FOMO. I'm hearing all of this. I'm like, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I'm not trying to be mean here. No, you're all good. You're getting me excited for my, my eventual undetermined visit. It's going to be incredible. There's so many little things too that like going there, um, that there's nowhere to, to eat your food. There's a lot of great places to get food, like, but you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to walk and eat your food. No, because uh, they want you to enjoy the food. The but there's nowhere to way. sit and eat it. <laughs> True. I should go to the park. I'll sit on like the bench. Yeah, I don't know. And it's like 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven there the best food. Is, is if that, if 7-Eleven was like that here, I would eat there like every day. Well, it's like here, if you go and eat at 7-Eleven here, it's like a bad, bad thing. Like why? Like that's just so unhealthy. Like everyone that eat food from 7-Eleven, the 7-Eleven food, that's great. Oh, it was amazing. Oh, Rice yeah. Baseball? Did you, have you tried the um the sandwich with the strawberries and custard in it? So good. Yes. It's like. What about the crispy ice cream sandwich? The hot the hot the the Hawk and Doss one. Hawk and Doss one. So good. We only found that in two I, places. I you should you know do a late night purchase at Seven Eleven before I go home. Really? <laughs> just hang out there, have a few more beer. The only late night one that we found was um. They always was open. Family Mart. Family Mart is great. Seven Eleven open twenty four hours. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. But Family Mart is good. The, yeah. The fried chicken at Family Mart is really good. Really? So good. See, now I miss all the convenience stores even. Yeah. Everything there is great. Yeah. Now, I don't think it's that expensive like people seem to think it is. It didn't cost us that much for the two weeks. No, I feel like it. you can get really expensive. You can go really expensive. Oh, of course. But you can also like travel on a budget and eat at 7-Eleven like I do. Yeah. You get those little, they almost have little pizza pops um, things there. I forget they're in the little showcase at the front. Yeah, but and I mean, sometimes you, you should like point and they like give you something and you like don't know how to say no. That's not what you want, but you eat it and it turned out great anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was some interesting sushi that we ran across there. Um, one of them was called Children's Shit, oh. which is the weirdest name to see on a on <laughs> a menu. Did they put that in English? Yes. Oh, okay. That's no, I never had that before. The but... menu and it said Children's Shit, and and Anton are like. I just, I didn't know what it was. I'm just like, I'm going to order this. But they were sold out. Oh, well, so I guess they was, showed yeah. them shit Maybe that it was day. like, maybe that was the kids menu kind of thing. And then they were trying to get someone to translate it. It's like, what would you call this? It's like, oh, children eat shit. You know, I don't know. They, children they, shit. We, we, we asked what it was. Yeah. And they said something about it being like a, a pregnant fish or something. With like the, I think, I'm not sure. Oh I forget what, what, I think that's what they said. That's lost in translation right there. Yeah. That's <laughs> Oh my God. Whenever I see anything, like I was at a place once and I saw a veal brain when I was in um, Quebec City. Did you eat it? Yeah. How was that? It was actually amazing. It was like a ragu. Okay. But anytime I see something like that stands out on a menu, I just order it. I don't even think about what it so is. So you're an easy eater. You should try everything just name something crazy and i'll try it okay that's good yeah. good Basically. to know yeah. my favorite meal i've ever had was in china and it was uh, pig's brain really yeah it was great I've had it a few times a few <laughs> every times. time it was great yeah really and fish eyes so did you on those did you make the choice or did somebody say here try this the first time said somebody said here try this did they tell so, you what it was ahead of time um they said it was pig and it was unclear what part of the pig it was oh smart but you learn to be adventurous that way you know yeah but then you tried it and you liked it, right? It's great. Yeah. It's fabulous. I'd have it again. I yeah. did have it again. Yeah, that's awesome. It's yeah. amazing that that like, yeah, if you if you're open to stuff, what what you can actually experience. 
like recently I tried um, testicles from, from a lamb. How was that? And that was actually the best part of the lamb that night. Like Mo cooked up the whole thing. Okay. That was the best part. Okay. But he wouldn't tell me what it was ahead of time. Yeah, I, I think that's a smart choice of him to not tell people. I feel like people would enjoy it better. Yeah. Not like have with an open mind. Yeah. Than to just go in and judge what it is before they eat it. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, he, he wouldn't tell me, but I, I was like, dude, just tell me. He finally did. And I'm like, okay, that, well, it tastes really good. That's good. I don't know. I mentioned that I mentioned that to somebody else and they, they already knew. They're like, yeah, that's it's good. the best. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, around the city now with COVID and all that stuff. And if you guys are eating out, mm-hmm. where have you been going? Patios. I, yeah. Outside. Patio yeah. outside. Like sometime, you know, like I try not to go out so much, but I'm so tired at the end of the day to go home and cook, you know. Yeah. We've been cooking all day. So we find patio out here. I usually go to Nubo, New Nubo Bar. That the, the new road. one? Yeah, the new one. Yep. And just hang out there and just sit the patios night. So we should hang out there and then go and grab a beer at Whistle Boys or something like that. I just still haven't been there. And they, I saw they just have a new, um, there's a new kitchen or a new person doing food at Whistle Boys, right? Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, they call, he actually, I don't know where he get my phone number, but he called me up one day and asked about food truck and thing. But he, I guess he got it going. I'm like, I don't know. I don't even have a food truck. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I heard good things. So, um, we can we should go and check it out I together. I would love to. Yeah. yeah, I think it's on Saturday only for the food. So, yeah. like that one anyway. They have different people go in and do their food, which I thought was really smart. Yeah. yeah. And so you guys are basically feeling patios because that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah, patios I want to do patios. I don't really want to right now be inside. And also, like, every restaurant now to have patio now. So, you know, there are more patio seats than ever in Victoria. So yeah, go and enjoy it, you know. It's like everywhere. Street, sidewalk, and in between is like there's a patio. Yeah. yeah, where there yeah. never was one. So yeah, kinda, I like that. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah, last night we, we were at stage. Oh, I live. Yeah. I moved. Oh, do they do they have one there? I, yeah, they yeah. have. They oh, closed, really? They closed down. So they closed down that section of um, what street is that? Yeah, right in between like the Fernwood Inn. And, yeah, exactly. And, and there. Yeah, yeah. then have a uh, Fernwood Inn have their section of the table and stage have their section of the table and stage right now have like a five dollar dish, like Appy and was so good. The drink really? good. Yes. Good customer service. Love them. Check it out, everyone. Okay, I've only yeah. been to stage once, and I, I did enjoy it. I went for dessert, yeah. and they had the uh, so at Cactus, uh-huh. they have um, a, a chocolate peanut butter bar thing. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know that dessert? Of course. So good. <laughs> that's that's right. Yeah. And so at stage, I think they when I went, they had like a like a more their own version of that same thing. Do you know? If, do they still have that? I don't know. We, okay. We didn't. We should have some appy and some drink, but it's like such a good feel. Like yeah. everyone in front with social, so many dogs walking by. You feel like you're like in Europe or something sitting out there. Yeah, it was it's really nice. nice. You should That's check cool. it out. They're okay. also, I don't know if they're still doing it, but when they first opened up after COVID, they were doing a small seating um, set menu kind of situation. Oh, yeah, they're doing that still. They're still doing yeah, that. Yeah, on the weekend. I've heard amazing things. Okay. Too. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned Cliff earlier. Love Club. And uh, have you done any of the pizzas from Agrius? Oh, probably yeah. the best pizza in town. I still haven't done that. <laughs> oh my god, you have to! It's Clark, so good. Clark mentioned it, uh, <laughs> the one I did at, at Hanks and Nowhere, yeah. the podcast. He mentioned the pizzas, and I still haven't done it. I I think it's probably one of the best pizzas. But that's another thing that like I admire about Clip is just everything, just so like quality of everything that he does. He said he just would not 
budge for anything. She's like, I'm going to use like organic butter, even though you can't tell I'm using organic butter. Or like, I'm going to use organic milk only. Because he knows he's doing he should, it. He knows he know he's doing it. And he's okay. like, not willing to compromise that. And I think that's why all his stuff he ever done is so good. I've never met him and I would really like to. He's probably my... Yeah, he's my mentor, so I really? love him. Yeah, love him. I okay. think he's great. He helped me out so much. Dumpling Drop would not be where we are right now without his help. So That's awesome. Shout out to Cliff. Shout, love him. One of the yeah. hardest working people I've ever met. Yeah, really? truly. Yeah. yeah, so hard to even have a beer with him. If you're going to have a drink with him, he's, oh, come by my restaurant to do it so that he can like fix a window while <laughs> you're having your drink. It's it's great, though. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's very admirable. Yeah, like I look up to him a lot. So a sure. podcast like this can't really happen. <laughs> I mean, if you're okay with him doing carpentry on the side or making pizza. <laughs> That's awesome. <Yeah. laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Maybe. I got to say, Eddie is, is like the cutest thing. Oh, I know. I just, I cannot. Oh, I love her. <laughs> just like, she's so chill. It doesn't make any sense how chill she is. She's just so chill. She's she just, just so tired. Life is so tough. Yeah. She like runs for one. She actually, she walked a lot today. I think she walked a total of two blocks. But for her, that's like three marathons. Yeah. Her legs are so tiny. So I think she's just like, okay, I'm. I'm going to sleep now for 20 hours. Yeah. That's good. I need her to sleep tonight so I can sleep tonight. I know. You need sleep tonight. <sighs> but um, yeah. But you were saying that there's maybe a different way that you can get her to sort of go into the kennel. Yeah. Like different strategies. Yeah. We're gonna where you don't try... make it sort of be like this, like where this you ultimate, have to be. you yeah. have to be there. Yeah. I was reading all these different strategies. The next one we're going to try is we're going to give her her meals beside her kennel so she gets you know, associates the kettle with food and oh, yeah. and happy and but she doesn't really like to eat, so I don't know, it might not work. We'll see. But then at a certain point, air. like do you do you start off with the food beside and then maybe the food inside? Exactly. Yeah, that's what they That's want what us they to do. And then yeah. you just don't close the door and just like let us hang. This, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's yeah. not it's not harmful. Oh, we're talking about you. Yeah. Oh yeah. now she wants to get moving she's around. Like, oh um And if people aren't watching the video, I would suggest loading the video up. Oh she's <laughs> even got the little the little Eddie uh name caller. Oh yeah. Fully decked out. Deck out. It's not red though. I think you would get like a dumpling drop. We will. The merch is coming. For okay. <laughs> we spent you... so much money on her on merch. <laughs> it's on the way. Custom are you gonna? Merch. Are you gonna get like a little T-shirt? Oh yeah. When yeah. You, when she's big enough to wear something. Yeah. We so, like took her to. Oh, thank you. We took her to get fitted for a little life jacket in case we you know take her to the beach and stuff like that, and she doesn't even fit double extra small. So. Oh really? So we have to wait. How much does she weigh? Oh, the yawn. Oh my god, I hope the mic, the mic picked that up. It did. Uh, four pounds, maybe? Yeah, four pounds. Four right pounds. Now. She'll probably get to be about eight to ten. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, the word that, that, that comes to mind with her is it's like precious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. We should hope that she's going to be my mom's therapist, like their therapy dog, like keep her company and keep her busy, you know? Well, I think she's going to be awesome. Well, it seems like she just would just cuddle all cuddle, day. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be good for her. Yeah. Just cuddle yeah, all yeah. day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Hang out. With, with dumplings, is there a flavor you haven't done that like you want to do or one that you tried that didn't work? No, I'm surprised that they all work out because half the time I'm like, oh, I'm going to do Sherman Chive and I post it on why. And next thing you know, I'm like, oh, but I never make Sherman Chive dumpling before. Oh, I so you just you just come up with an idea and you're like, yo, I'm doing this. Yeah, and no, I, no, this no, is every even... this is every time she posts and then it, and it, she's what, like, I, I don't know how I'm gonna make this. this. But how does she? How does she? Does she like freak out after oh, yeah. the post? She or get a little worried? Out. A little worried? <laughs> yeah, like I have like I'm like, oh, well, you should try this because 
Well, we all tell her. We're all like, all right, last time we did this, you posted it, and then you didn't know how to make it, and then you were worried, and then we had so much, you know, like, hopefully this is good, and then every time she's just like, okay, I'll learn. I'll learn for next time, but it's the same thing every time. But I okay. think that's how I do my best work. That's You true. work under pressure. I work so good under pressure. I'm not that's like awesome. a planner. So, yeah, like, you know, um, I want to do lamp next okay uh, I'm gonna have you done that before no i haven't but um there's a talk that me and bob from um head shop at swans so we're gonna be doing some thing together with, awesome. some, with some lamb so. i uh over the over the uh the christmas time last year mm-hmm. i went to the in swans they have like that fancy suite upstairs yeah have you been there yeah with um, like the three I levels a, i have my birthday party that one i come home from japan yeah and it was on my birthday i come home and I like to have a shower, and, I, and then someone knock on the door. They're like, "Hey, let's get going." I'm like, "Going where?" And they, one, my friend should rent me the penthouse for my birthday. Really? Yeah. Because it's cool. Because when you rent it for an event, you get to stay there overnight. Yeah, but they also like was so slow that they keep up the whole floor. So we get that, and then like so everyone get their own room. Oh my god! It was so sweet. That's that's incredible. Yeah, that's super sweet. There, ah, uh, we like it there. It's so nice. Yeah. Like to to have a party there is crazy. And that, yeah, that little roof that they have, that rooftop area. People get married up there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's they used, cool. They used to have a, mar- uh, like a wedding package and stuff there. Okay. Yeah. It was a fair size. Yeah. Pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. The, this, the view from up there is really nice because you have like the bridge and all the water and all that stuff. Especially with the new bridge. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. There were, that was one thing at the, um, when the bridge goes up, mm-hmm. when I was sitting on the patio at Nubo uh, with Anton and Mike recently, mm-hmm. I'm like, you should get a photo with like holding some food with the bridge up behind it or something. You, I think it would look pretty cool. You would do that, but you only keep that in mind. The bridge only up for a certain amount of time. You gotta get a picture quick. I told Anton, I'm like, dude, go do it. But he's like, I don't want to go to the other side of the patio and like be this weird, creepy guy because there was a whole bunch of people sitting right there. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I don't want to be this weird, creepy guy like taking photos of people because they would have been he, in the photo. He wouldn't take it in time anyway. You gotta take too long to take picture. The bridge would be oh, down. I see what you're but, saying. You know, maybe okay. this is the perfect opportunity for you to eat hot food. You know. Get, get, get a quick, quick, get quick snap. Actually, this is even a thing. Like, I had a meal. I went to Hank's and I got takeout recently. Oh, I saw that. It looked delicious. Yeah, the the um the sandwich. Uh, yeah, it was the wagyu pulled beef sandwich, and I did not intend that one. I didn't try and take a nice photo of, and it was. I still. I had to post it. it was so good. Yeah. That Every- one I just took like. But even when I wasn't trying, I still took like two or three tr- moving it in my hand. I never hear anything bad about Hank or nowhere, so I'm sure it's pretty good. No, I, I had the best dining experience I've ever had in the city. Yeah. At uh, at nowhere a month ago. Yeah, I I went to nowhere before. I haven't quite get into Hank, but I I drop a uh, I did couple delivery to Hank during COVID. Like some. Uh, did they order some dumplings? Yeah, yes, I think some staff or someone did. Okay. Yeah. That's Maybe awesome. When people that like. I look up to order dumpling. I get really nervous still. Like when I drop like dumpling off at like Sambri, I'd be like, eating my dumpling, you know, like, like, and I get like really nervous about things like that. That's so cool. Cause like when I, when I was talking with Clark and Devin, like I was, I was like a fanboy. Yeah. Like I was just so happy to be there and like just so stoked that they were talking to me. Yeah. Like I loved it. It's just like, yeah, it's like that feeling for me, but I'm like, but now they're like, tasting my food like what do you think you know like you get i get so nervous about people that like like good good chef eating my food i yeah. get like so scared but they're so cool and they're supportive of course yeah and i'm, I'm sure they loved it 
hope so. <laughs> oh, so you don't need, they didn't, they didn't reach out to you? No, Whoever they did. did it? No, they did. They're great. Okay. Yeah. No, I love them. Yeah. We're, we're very lucky with all the people in the city. Like there's so many awesome people in the food industry. And really supportive. Everyone yeah. want to help out, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Um, like I think we, like, we're very really lucky with the food scene that we have. And a lot of like the artisanal producers. So like you're like yourself and like Chelsea and Dan, yeah. Like you'd mentioned, yeah. Um, everybody like yeah, everyone's like down to help in any way that they can. Yeah, today like I went to pick up. Uh, I do food box with a um, young couple in Michosen. Okay. Um, but they like oh you use like I was talking to them about cilantro and they were like they have cilantro bunch. I'm like what do you do with all the root of cilantro? Because they you know they when people sell here they cut off the root for cilantro. Yeah. And and he like oh we should throw them away. I'm like. Denise Shan, you can just save them for me. And then they're like, why? I'm like, I think that's like, that's what Thai people, that was the best part. We put in soup stock, we put in that, and I think that would be the best part for dumpling. And today they just give me a giant cooler full of like cilantro root. Oh, really? That I'm going to be using in my next dumpling. Something, Somebody was something. talking to me about this recently. Like, like when you cut off the tops of some of the veggies at mm-hmm. the bottom, like, like don't throw that away. They're good. You can just boil it in water and use it as like a base for something. Yeah, it's, especially cilantro is the like the more the most favorite foods in the root. So I think. Do you, do you love cilantro? Love cilantro. Oh yeah. 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 Have you always loved cilantro? Yeah. Because it's one of those things where yeah. you, you either like it or you don't, right? Yeah, for and sure. And I used to really not like it, and then one day I just decided I'm either that I'm going to start liking this, or I'm just going to forget my previous feelings about it and let's just start fresh. Yeah. Did, you. And you like it now? Yeah, okay, I love good. it. Yeah, I can. It's so I, fresh. I think I'm. It's like, amazing. You can't grow up in Thailand and it's not a like cilantro. Thing, right? Yeah, people say that you're allergic to them. If you taste like people allergic to them, that's why it tastes like soap. Because it used to taste mm. like soap to me. It used to. Well, like, doesn't your body regenerate your like allergies every seven or eight years or something? Maybe I don't know, but this it. year's been allergies. Like for me, it's, I've never really had them before, and this mm. year's crazy. This year's so crazy. So for I, me I too. had to go for a COVID test like in March. Or April? Because you thought you have it. Yeah, I wasn't and, sure. Mm-hmm. And they, have you had one of these tests? Oh, yeah. Oh, you had, you I had it. I did have it, yeah. It's like that long. And it was like, the worst experience. So, so when I drove up, <laughs> yeah, she like, she stuck the thing in my nose and I'm like, oh, she's at the back. And then that distance that she just traveled, that she's already way in far in, she went that same distance, that same amount again. And then when she- Was po- it painful? Uh, it was very uncomfortable. I mm-hmm. wouldn't say it was painful. How I did you find it, it? I thought it was painful, but I'm kind of a wuss, so. Okay. Yeah. And when she when she when she started pulling it back out, I could feel something like in the back of my head, like oh. coming with it. I don't know. Did you get that? Um, I found like, did they make you swallow? Like no. they hold it for ten. I don't think really? so. Oh, I had to Maybe hold they it did. for ten seconds, and then they're. I might have blacked out. Okay. I might have blacked out. No, when I I found when I swallowed. Yeah. Something like I don't know. Something happened in my throat, and it hurt. It was painful. Really? Yeah. Really didn't like that. Yeah, it's not the. It wasn't the most pleasurable thing. No. But then you should have allergy. Yeah, it was negative. Yeah, and then it was. It was. Yeah, the the, the symptoms I had, most of them were not linked with COVID, mm-hmm. as far as I'm aware. Yeah, yeah. So it made sense that it was. Then I went and got some um, uh, reactant or whatever. Mm-hmm. I took that and I got better right away. Okay. So I had strep throat. Was what I had. And I've had strep throat before. Yeah. So I knew it was strep throat, but they wouldn't give me the medicine for strep throat until I got the COVID test. That, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. yeah that makes sense for sure. By the time I got sure. the results back, I had basically already had gone through the process of having strep throat. So they didn't even give me my antibiotics, my antibiotics anyways. Oh. And it was not great. <laughs> okay. 
It's not great that you had to go through that. No. But I guess it's good you didn't, you didn't take antibiotics, I guess, right? Yes, yeah. Because you want to take them as little as you can. Yeah. I would have rather have had them for sure. Yeah, strap. of course. <laughs> yes, understood. For yeah. sure, definitely. Yeah. You got the blanket going on there. Yeah, she was a little shivery. She's better now, though. Yeah. She was getting cold. Yeah. What do you yeah. talk about with the pang people? I haven't watched any of your thing. Like, not the, like, I, like, I've seen it, but I haven't watched the full thing. Like, yeah. what do you guys talk about? Like this? Just like this. Okay. I mean, like, I have, I have like, stuff I want to touch on. Mm-hmm. And with you, I was so excited to talk to you that I feel like when we were doing the earlier bit, mm-hmm. I was jumping all over the place. Sounds I don't feel like good. I did in a very organized manner. It's all good. Like, but, uh, I, I, it, it, it was fun. Podcasts, yeah. Though. What's that? My favorite podcast that I listen to, that's what they do. Really? Oh, yeah. It's like, I have this, but I don't want to be too tied to it. You don't want you don't want to be an interview. You just want to be like a chit- I want a conversation. Yeah, I want you want to be like a chit chat. What 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 you want to talk about? Yeah, I just want to talk about what comes up in the moment. Yeah, totally. you know, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that, and that's what I think it really is. Like like talking about Japan. Like Love that's Japan. yeah, I think, but that's like where like my like food inspiration. Like like open a small restaurant. Like if I open this new space up, yeah, I want it to be twenty feet top. Am I going to make money from 20 seating restaurant? Probably not. But it's something I like so inspired for my Japan trip to do. To like quality over quantity. Yeah. You know, like then you have time to chat with everyone. You have time to chat with people that want to stop in and say hi. We can have nice wine. Or, you know, like we can do some fun I love, stuff. I love how you keep coming back to like, it's basically connecting with people. Like with what you're doing, that's that's like the real pleasurable part and the part that you seem to really enjoy. But I think that's how people know me in this town is like they got served by me at one of the places I worked for the past 20, 20 years. You know, I was like a server and I love my job. And I, I had to have seen you at Bantai. You have I've, to. I've, I've been in there a few times at the, not recently, but yeah, I would have, I would have seen you, I'm sure. For sure. Like, and a lot of people should like, you know, work in downtown, they all go there. Like I, I work at Bantai long enough that I see people on a first date got married and have a kid oh wow and actually like one of the kid now is like like the kid that used to go in there like now i see her like around how like she's like a server she's like 21 you know like i worked there long enough to see like first date marry children yeah and it's yeah it's great that's cool yeah and so have you found like people that used to serve at bantai are they like now are they with dumpling or are they they get so excited about it yeah if they fly out they're so excited they're so cute like they're just like oh my god this is what you're doing now like i just saw you in a magazine or i saw you on instagram and they're just so excited yeah you, you got that that foodie 2020 award right yeah From western living yes that's pretty that's pretty cool to be in that top 40 alone was crazy like the the name on that top 40 is wild so to be top to pick like pick to be the top 10 was like such an honor yeah it's incredible i mean you're making moves i just i for me like not knowing you and then seeing on instagram who what what the hell is this account that has like four thousand followers i don't even know what it is Mm -hmm. and not really understanding what pop-ups were i think before you started doing them okay i didn't really know what this was and then just to see it sort of rise like a phoenix this like this massive well pop up is a thing now i know it is but at the time like i didn't this was all new and it just it's it's really cool what you've done thank you yeah yeah it's really exciting and like it's crazy to see how things have progressed of course yeah and it's going to keep going like the the best things 
Hopefully, yeah. No, for I'm sure. keep going. It's yeah, already, yeah. it's already. I think this has already been determined. Like, I'm it's just, just I'm just go. like, I'm like, oh god, how many, how many dumpling can people really eat? Are they gonna get a board of dumpling soon? You know, but it's people seem to enjoy it still. So yeah. And and one question with COVID, have you found that how's your business? Is it has it is it, it are you doing better? Or are you doing worse? Or we doing so good with the COVID. I think okay. it's like I think we at least double if not triple our business over COVID. Really? Yeah. I was that was going to actually be my guess. As I'm talking to more people and asking them, yeah, I, I'm almost like in my head I'm making guesses of what their answer is going to be. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's incredible. For, for us anyway, for yeah. the direction we were going, like it had been a blessing for us. So with with that, because like you you said you were nervous about doing going from the pop ups now to being frozen, right? Yeah. If if COVID had not happened, like would you have the space? No. You wouldn't no, have the space wouldn't have and you space. wouldn't have you wouldn't have made that shift. No. No. It okay. was like, like it was got so crazy that we have to expand so quickly. Yeah. You know, we would not like my my goal was always to open like I want to own my own restaurant before I turn forty. Yeah. The thought of doing it before COVID was like, no way, so expensive, you know. Like, but during COVID, I would have people calling me. I'd be like, hey, we have space. You'd be interested? You'd be surprised how many people call me up. Like, like there's one week, there's three people like offer me a location or a space or to buy their business. And it's like, on the one hand, it, it's a little bit sad to hear because, you know, of course. spaces yeah. are becoming, are, you know, becoming available because yeah. certain businesses couldn't make it through that time 100%. for whatever sure. reason. And like, yeah. but that being said, um, it, it keeps someone was, like us opportunity. Yeah. We've seen so many of these spaces that sadly went under, have, they're being taken over not by huge chains, um, which I had kind of expected would happen, but by local artisans and local businesses. And it's pretty amazing. And then, you know, I think also with COVID, it was kind of the perfect storm because suddenly everybody, we had to be local. You know, everybody was suddenly focused with, oh, I actually really need to support my community. I need to read Eat Magazine. I need to, you know, and then they find, it was the perfect storm. You know, Eat Magazine put out an article about Dumpling Drop right as COVID hit. So all of a sudden, people are, are who have never heard of Dumpling Drop are becoming familiar with it, and they look online and oh, they're delivering food, and it, you know, it was just this kind of perfect storm, and like we were so fortunate, you yeah. know, it was just overwhelming. Yeah, like, so, oh, so for you guys, it's been sort of a blessing. Oh yeah, for sure, and it's like you know, for us to like we wouldn't be able to start this like without the COVID, really, because like we will be able to start like with all the kitchen equipment because like people were like closing down and they were offering us like because we don't have a lot of money you know everything like we small company so like to expand so fast like that like we would never be able to if we didn't get this opportunity offer from other people that like hey like we are done we're looking to retire now like you know this is give us like COVID have tell people like a lot of restaurant business people that like want to retire now they're like, okay, this is a good reason to retire, mm -hmm. you know? And then that's when, like, they, like, offer me, give me opportunity to, like, start something in this time because, you know. But good. then also, you know, on the other hand of that, too, like, we luck out in so many ways in that aspect. But also, on the other hand, suddenly we're flooded with orders. So many dumplings need to be made. We can't hire anyone because no one can come 
work either. So it's just, you know, turn up at 3 a.m. rolling dumplings. Like, work, like, we're working around the clock. It was, you know, us and um, a couple of friends who offered to be delivery drivers. And, like, that was it. Yeah, it was really crazy. At the beginning, I was just like, it what was... did I get myself into? <laughs> yeah. So many cheers. You know yeah. what so I mean? Many... Like, we go, like, from, like, having, like, 10 pickup to have, like, parking lot full of people waiting. I was just like, oh, yeah. my God, what did I get myself into? Very stressful. Like, Didn't it... have a system in place. Yeah. Like, we're not expecting it. But you but learn, think, you learn it quickly. People be very forgiving, though. Oh, yeah. If, if you just so say kind. to them that, like, you know, this is, we're, we're flipping here. This is a brand new thing. People are going to, especially when they love you guys. Yeah. Like, well, there's a couple of times that the fridge, the freezer, like, just broke on us. And I'm like, oh, my God. You yeah. know? Well, like, like, you had a stock full of stuff and to. Yep. Yeah. Got and to throw them away. We lost, we lost everything. And I'm like. Really? And then I have couple to. Times. And I'm like, a couple of times, actually. And I'm Same like, freezer? No. Not two different even. ones? Yeah. Like, just uh, because, like we, we don't have commercial grade freezer. You of know? course. So smaller, smaller one, you know, but they were just like, yeah, no problem. And then like, then you have to like start making everything from scratch. You get them out as soon as they can. But people have been really understanding and okay. really yeah. kind. For and sure. I would expect that because they love you guys. And they know that we like not, you know, we like not big companies. So like most people know like, oh, you and your mom. And now we have some friend that help out. But still, we still a small local business here, you know, that we we try to do our best. We try to spot all the logo um oh one more thing guys want to like big big part of dumpling drop fiscat market one of the big best grocery store in victoria like it, none of the asian restaurant in victoria would probably like would survive without them and i feel like people i they've been there for 25 years and when COVID, 26 now 26 they now. just had their yeah. anniversary yeah. <laughs> they gave us a piece of cake for that um, awesome but they, it was so sad to see them over COVID because they, people were just, wouldn't go there because it's Chinatown. And they were so sad and they like don't quite understand why like everyone have huge giant lineup and they feel like the city doesn't really get them. And, yeah. But I think there's like a backbone to all the Asian restaurants in, in Victoria. If you ask most Asian restaurants in Victoria where they get the ingredient from, yep. it's them. And they're the kindest, sweetest people. And they're so helpful and, like, so excited for Dumpling Drop. They didn't quite get it. It take them a long time to get what Dumpling Drop is. Okay. Like, because they're just like, why so many Dumpling wrappers? And then she bought them all and more and more. But eventually they got it. I got them into, like, I told them that I got my start on Instagram. So now they really got to onto the Instagram. It's really cute to see how they're like, oh, got a hundred followers today. You know, they like. I love that so much. Yeah, they get so excited. They're like, oh, yeah. can, can you post something for us? And I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, anything. I'll do anything yeah. for them. They like, yeah. they help me out so much. And they're so kind. And I think, guys, one of the best grocery store. Okay. In town. I've actually never been there. I've never shopped there. So I need to go check we, it out. Yeah, we should go together. I'll show you around. There's okay. so many cool ingredients. Like, I mean, like, you can buy, like, meat, like, a butcher's section. They have, like, frozen meat, but nothing fresh. But other than that, like, they have everything. And they do have organic stuff, too. There's a lot of stuff that you can't necessarily find anywhere else. Yeah. One, okay. One stop shop. Yeah. Love and it's, it it's, it's fairly big? Yeah, it's quite big. It's okay. like... Yeah. It's surprisingly big. Like you walk in and you're like, oh my God, this goes 
back so much further than I thought yeah. it was going to. Oh, but yeah. the storefront yeah. is yeah, and they like petite. and they like delivery to all the Asian restaurants. They go all the way to Sydney to Langford. Oh, really? That's pretty far. Yeah, they 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 supply all the Asian restaurants in town. Uh, wow! Shout out to Fiskard. Shout yeah. out to Fiskard, Maggot, and Ken. We love them. That's awesome. So, yeah. it's, so is Ken the owner? Yes. Yes. Okay. Twenty six year he um he took over his uh, it was his father business and he took over. Okay. So it's a family run business in Victoria. It's great. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 And in Chinatown, uh, I've always enjoyed Don Mee's. Don Mee's good. I'm personally love. Jade Fountain. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a Jade Fountain. I know everyone <laughs> seems to be one or one or the other. Yeah, I'm definitely I, a Jade Fountain. I rotate Fountain. back or for, back and forth between them. No, Jade Fountain all the way. Okay. Yeah. I like See, I go back and forth. Yeah, and sometimes like I, Golden City is not bad either. I don't think I've tried tried it there. I don't Golden have, City I'm is great. Yeah, they just don't have like the card thing, really. Okay. So you have to order from the menu, but other than that, they're pretty good. Okay, yeah. and where where's that place? Golden. I can picture it, but I don't Golden know where City it is. Golden City is like up beside the Hudson. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. On the side. On yeah. Right. Yeah, I think it's, it's on Fifth Guard. Market. Yeah, and and Clark in his he was mentioning a Chinese restaurant. I think it was Chinese. In the restaurant, when I was in the podcast with him, uh-huh. and I forget what it was. I think you said you cook at your table, and that um, I'll have to watch that again. I need to rewatch that. I need to go try this place. The hot pot place, you mean? I don't know. Hmm. I shouldn't have brought it up. I'm really <laughs> scraping my memory here. I don't know. There's something. There's so many. There's so much stuff in the city. I know, thank you. We need, we need to have a hot pot, more hot pot restaurant. Oh, oh, bless you. Yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, hot pot restaurant, like I love. We like, and also like want to have like. Why don't we have the Korean barbecue place? I mean, Sura, we did. but they like cook it for you. I want to cook my own meat. Uh, yeah, true. you know what I mean. I want to barbecue my own meat. That was one of the most memorable memorable meals I had in Japan. Was when we cooked our food. Yeah, me too. At the I table. love. I love it there. Like Korean town in Tokyo, I go there every time. I don't Best know what place we went to. It was like 35 bucks, all you can eat. Yeah, I know. And for us, it's great. They're like, oh, no, we're losing money now. Oh, yeah. When I w- yeah, between me and Anton, they, they lost money for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. We, we eat a little bit. Just a little, Just a little bit. bit. It's like Morioka, <laughs> that, that noodle challenge that they have there. Oh, yeah. Like what? How many? 250? Oh, me? Yeah. yeah. I stopped at 250 because it's Victoria, Victoria's area code. Oh, yeah. And Anton, he got to 205, which I was impressed with. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, you you did also did a, the full halong, um, full challenge. I saw your picture on yeah. the wall. Yeah, I did that twice. Twice. Yeah. Good for you. Were you hungry? Afterwards? No, before that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was hungry before. I mean, I went for a milkshake. I think both times afterwards. Oh wow! Wow. There's like a picture of someone up there that eat it in seven. Yeah, that's Conlon. He's he's like an he's Olympian, part of the, right? the Olympic rowing team. Yeah. So they they um, I think that the four guys that are faster than me are all on the Olympic rowing team. Did they have to make it like less hot, right? No, it's not. No, it's 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 full right out of the pot. This is steaming how hot do you as eat shit. The, how yeah. do you eat a full in seven minutes? Seven minutes. I don't, I don't know. He he was like on a on a on a mission to like burn his mouth or something. Because like so. I, sh- I don't know if I should give out my technique or what I was doing yeah. when I was doing it. You don't. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't think Fo Long would really appreciate giving out to an adult gift card all the time with this technique. This okay. Is true. This well, is true. The, the, one of the things is that I would take the noodles and I would pull them to the top, because really, if you let the noodles soak in the bowl, it gets bigger. They get bigger. Yeah. That becomes a problem. Mm. So, like when I went with Jason and uh, Paul, um, 
I don't think I think Jason left his noodles to the end, and that was like it was a mistake. He ate the he ate the meat and everything first. Okay. But for me, it's like I just I was I mean I was basically burning my mouth, and I was just getting the noodles out as fast Do as I could. You have to drink all the soup too. Yeah. Okay. All of it, six pounds. Wow. All of it, just get just get all of that out of there. The, the the liquid's not a problem. The liquid basically, I would say when I was doing it that I was I felt as full. Like when I got a third through it, I didn't feel any more full after that point. Mm-hmm. It was like the same level. It was, just a, it was just this constant like, wow, I'm really full right now. Okay. We just keep going. But the liquid didn't really do much. Okay. I would never do that challenge, just so you know. But I, I could appreciate I everyone that, that did it. Well, I, yeah. I can appreciate everybody that did it too. <laughs> yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't that easy. But I, I, um, I don't know if it's a good thing to be able to eat that much. No. I don't, I don't, I actually wish that I didn't, I wouldn't be able, I can't eat so much because it's, it's kind of a pain sometimes because I, I do eat a lot. I think that in my, in my culture, like I, something I remember specifically, like when I went home last time, every meal is so little, but then you eat all the time. And I think that's why everyone's just so like slim and tiny because they all, they eat like tiny little meal, but they eat all the time. So it's like, like you're grazing throughout the day. Yeah. And I feel like it's like, instead of us to eat like giant dinner oh yeah you know what i mean six pounds at once <laughs> it's really good the fo- the pho is really good i, I love i think that another shower i think that's my favorite Vietnamese restaurant in town oh hello yeah i love it i it's so far away from me and i would make i would drive out there to get a it's takeout worth the drive i would drive out there to get a takeout 100%. um and that's, mean, a live- little, that's a little bit crazy because there's so many restaurants around here but i would drive out there to get takeout I mean, I, yeah, I, li- I live by Cook Street Village, mm-hmm. and uh, and I've I mean I've driven there just to go there. Yeah, I like it that a lot. Because never, it, it used to be Saigon Night. Saigon Night. And I never I, got to try that. I grew up with I grew up with Saigon Night. That's like my family. Okay. Vietnamese restaurant that we go to together. Yeah. It used to be like right beside the old old Inn. Yep. Yeah, it's really where like Mexican place is now. Yes, and I, I, I'm blanking on the name. Aztec? Yes, that's right, Aztec. Right? Yeah. And th- th- there's shout out to them. They're super nice people. Yeah, I haven't tried that yet. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, they were super lovely. I really enjoyed the visit that I had there. I need to go. Yeah. I need to go out more. <laughs> patio though, right? Yeah, patio early. Oh, actually, I think they have patio now. Do they? I think so. I think like Yeast Street now, like they're closing it up and put whole bunch of patio everywhere i love it i love it i, think I wonder it's if it's gonna stick around that's the thing right people are putting so much money yeah. into patio like yeah. like hey happy patio is beautiful it's so nice so cute on johnson street but i'm like how long is that gonna be able to stay there and how much money did you spend yeah you know like are they gonna let you keep that next summer I hope what's do. the deal I hope so. Like, also, it's a nice vibe just to be able to sit outside. Yeah. It's awesome. I like that they closed out parts of the government street now too. You know, because like that used to be back in the day, remember when there used to be Sunday market on government street? I don't remember that. Yeah, there used to be one and there used to be like a tie-dye guy that I remember. Oh, you love the tie-dye, don't you? <laughs> love the tie-dye. <laughs> full, uh, circle. full circle. Full circle. No, but like, no, like, but I love it there. I love the, the fact that now it's just like a walking street and people can enjoy their drink and more people can actually go out and still be safe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, I've, I've only walked down it a couple of times, but I've enjoyed it. Cause like, and it made me actually think of Japan, and I wish, like, one thing in Japan is you can drink anywhere, like alcohol. Oh, I know. It's so different, and it was so, like, it was just nice. Yeah. It was, it was actually you really, grab, really like, cool. I always grab, like, a, a highball and sit in a park. And yeah. when a highball, I mean whiskey soda, sit in a park. I, I think, actually, I mean, I didn't drink that much alcohol when we were there. 
But I think when we went, we went in some place and I forget where it was. It was one of the museums mm -hmm. and we were drinking like a beer in the museum. In oh, one yeah. Of them. Yeah. Like uh, I went to like a famous art gallery in Kyoto and you can walk around with a glass of wine. Yeah. And yeah. It was nice. It was cool. Yeah. When that. And nobody, can... nobody's like hammered or anything. No. I saw, I think the entire trip, I saw one guy that was obviously very drunk. Okay. You've been in the that, wrong place because Japan, in Japan, Friday night, not even Friday, every night, like. 5 p.m. on a busy train station, you guarantee seeing someone pass out already. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. Last train? No one take last train. It's, unless you want to get puke on. No one catch the last train in Japan. They, like, there's, um, there's a really good Instagram called Shibuya Meltdown. Okay. It's hilarious. You, you will see it. Yeah, go and check out Shibuya Meltdown. It's like when people get like all the really drunk Japanese people in Shibuya. So somebody's out late at night just taking photos of this? Yeah, I don't think it have to be late night. It's all it's like sundown afterwards. They just they go so big in Japan. So if you go out, this is what I've been told. Why Jap like this is why I'm like, why do people get so drunk here? And I've been told that in their culture, if you go as out with all the staff for the star party you want to be the drunkest person there because you want to show how committed you are and you want to be able to show up next day to work like you want oh, to be wow. like the funnest person but you want to have to be able to come it's like so you want to be, i'm like i would never want to be the drunkest people with my boss so it's a challenge everyone's it's, just getting as blitzed as they no, could just everyone just dedicated in every way in japan you know, there's like such a hardworking people and they, of course. and they party hard. And I appreciate that. Of course. Yeah, the amount of honor there is pretty remarkable. Yeah. We, so, should, we should take Dumpling Drop to Tokyo. Step trip. And do, and do a podcast there. It'll be fun. That'd be sick. Can you imagine <laughs> if you do it in the, in the what's the park called? Yo-Yo Park? Yo -Yo, oh, yeah. People will be like, ah. Yo-Yo G? Yo -Yo is that what it was? Yeah, Yo-Yo G. Yeah. You know what? Did you ever go to that, um, the, the, the Teamworks? Or, or Team Lab? Yeah, no, I, I did not make it, but like it was so big. People were loving it. it so, they were making so much money. Where people, people were traveling to Tokyo just to, to go to, to that, right? Lab. Yeah. And it was, it was... It's a light show. Yeah, it was, it was a digital lights museum. And Anton wasn't with me that night, so I went by myself. And somebody on Instagram just messaged me and said, hey, are you, did you go to this thing? And mm -hmm. I had no clue about it. Mm -hmm. And it was, so I just went it on a whim. It was so big. Everyone, everyone was going down. They're like a few different ones who I thought. They yeah, there's, there's, different... another, there's other ones. Yeah. And they had that big Gundam robot thing right by that Team Lab okay. thing. Like, you know, the Gundam robots? Oh, yeah. Like, like not Transformers, but like the big, the big robot guys. Yeah. And they have this like 50-foot Gundam robot that like, that like transforms or something at a certain time of the day. And I didn't realize the thing was right there. I would have gone and taken it, like checked it out. It would have been pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I went to Disneyland Tokyo. It was really fun. Disneyland in Tokyo? Yeah. We got to the uh, entrance to, to Paramount uh, um, somewhere over there. I forget yeah. where. I think it was Osaka. And then we didn't go in because neither of us were Harry Potter fans. Oh. And I think it was mostly Harry Potter. So we, we ended up going. I forget what happened. I don't know. Our trip changed like five times over when we were there. It's the beauty of travel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't have too much of an agenda. If, if you don't yeah. plan it ahead of time. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Is that is that like your preferable method? Me? Or yeah, no plan. No plan? No plan. I like to, I prefer to go and spend a significant amount of time somewhere like 
museum. She loved the museum. Like really, I love museums too. But yeah, no, just like go somewhere and like live there for a while and really immerse myself. And then you can try all the things you want. You're not rushed. You're not on a schedule. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So what's the ideal amount of time? Do you think? If you just want to go. Year. Okay. So you get a really good sense of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My favorite trips have been like several months to a year kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah. just go and kind of just get some job there and just chill and yeah. figure things out. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, then, I mean, like, I don't know what the work is, but if you're like, let's say you're working in a restaurant, mm-hmm. you're going to have people coming in and then you can ask people like, so where do like locals go? Exactly. exactly. That yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And I would often like work in schools and usually the people who are employees there, it's only like one or two foreign teachers or people who are working at the schools and they want to show you around. They want to get to know you too. So like when I was living in Spain briefly, like the people that I hung out with were my coworkers. And um, I don't think that that's really a big cultural thing here. I think that there are certain workplaces that really make it a thing where like your coworkers are your friends and stuff like that. And we really try to have that kind of environment here, but I find that, I don't know, in Canada, it's not as common kind of thing, whereas there are not there specifically, but in a lot of places that I've traveled to, like, yeah, you hang out with your coworkers after work almost every day kind of thing. And, you know, if there's someone who's traveled there and is coming to live there, yeah, we're going to show you all my favorite places, you know, and it's, it's a good way to travel. The only thing I plan for my travel is restaurant. <laughs> and I have a list. How many of- Michelin restaurants have you eaten at? Three, and I'm, they're all in Tokyo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And do you have a meal that stands out like more above all the other ones? In Tokyo? Anywhere. Um, No, I should love to just eat and try every, like try the little thing, you know? In Japan, I'm all about isakaya, like the small tapa place. And yeah. But people, like, you know, you see the locals, you go there and like have a beer, have a drink after work and eat like a few other things. Like, you know what I want here? What? Okonomiyaki. I think you can get it in town, but I don't know where. I don't know. Maybe Taisen Sushi. Really? Mm-hmm. They have the, I think they're like one of the most like, like, well, okay. not, we're not talking about like uh, Yoshida, like they're very authentic, but are we talking about like cer- certain dish like that, like Sen Sushi would be the one I would try. They okay. would have something like that on this special. Okay. Yeah. Because it was one of the things for me that stood out. And it's, for anyone that hasn't had it, it's like a pancake type of yeah. thing. Yeah. The Japanese, do we call it like Japanese pancake kind yeah. of idea? And if you do travel down towards like Morioka and Hiroshima, there's a Hiroshima style um, okonomiyaki, okay. which has uh, soba noodles in it, mm. which is a, a, a different a different style. So we tried that in a couple different places. Cool. That was really neat. Nice. Yeah. yeah. You just have to go eat with the loco. That's the best. It's like yeah. that night that I or that I went to that little art, art studio with those two guys, mm. and they didn't speak English, but um, they were super receptive. And again, they were telling me places to go. Like they 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 basically said, "Do you want to go to the place where there's no tourists?" That was like the first thing they said, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool." Like, mm-hmm. what place do you like? And they were very receptive and very willing to share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I have like one like dumpling place that I go to in Tokyo every time, and you know, it's so good, and it's open to like three in the morning, and it's just basic dumpling, but like everyone should enjoy it. So they should have two type of dumpling and some beans. Just two. Just two type of dumplings, some bean sprout side dish and beer and sake highball. Okay. In Japan, it's like sake. Yeah, or, or, sake well, is no, normally um, a thing. Nihashu. Oh yeah. Nihashu. Yeah. Because sake in, in Japan is the term for alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. And then sake. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's nihashu. 
Yeah. Have you been to Suntory? The, the the breweries? No, too dangerous for me to go to Suntory. I'll stay away from that. You got some crazy bottle, don't you? Of, of yeah, uh, I got I bought a, a bottle of Japanese whiskey by accident from Japan one time. I thought it was one hundred and fifty dollars. I took too many zero out from the exchange when I tried to exchange. So I come home and Mastercard called me up and they're like, "Oh, you spend fifteen hundred dollars?" I'm like, "No, no, no, I would never." And yeah. then I did like I went and Google it. It was like. Yeah, it is a fifteen dollar bottle of whiskey. Uh, it's only a hundred of them w- were made, and the last one was auctioned out in London a few years back for eight thousand pounds, so sixteen thousand dollar. That's insane. Yeah. Well, it's impossible. Where did you fi- like? Where did you see that? Uh, J- Narita Airport. Oh, okay. Yeah. Duty we- free. We didn't really. Yeah. That makes no sense. Because they didn't. Ha- because back then, back then that was like. Eight years ago, Japanese whiskey was not that big. And now Japanese whiskey is so big that you can't even buy Japanese whiskey at you the airport. You can't find it anywhere. No, you, no. And they stopped making them now. So that bottle of whiskey is going to go crazy, I think. And um, there was one, there was two liquor stores that stand out to me. Mm-hmm. One of them, I won't say what one of them is because I think Anton wanted to keep it as sort of a secret. I think. I don't know why. I don't know how well that's really going to work. But we, uh, the other one was was by the Golden Temple. It was in between the Golden Temple in Kyoto and uh, another another landmark. Mm. No, and I it know. was it was called Liquor Liquor Express or Liquor Planet. Okay. And it and they had everything there, like everything, all the stuff. Are, to keep in mind, those are, it, those were for tourists, right? It's like between like two milestone plates. Yes. Liquor store. But they like, had they had the crazy stuff that you couldn't find anywhere yeah, for because, some reason. Yeah, it's crazy because like. People will go all over the world to find like Jap- like nice Japanese whiskey. It was sold out. They sold out everywhere. I the yeah. last three times I went to Japan, you yeah. can't buy Japanese whiskey at the duty free. They said don't no, have it. No, it's gone. Yeah. Don't even try. Yeah. We walk into stores because um, Anton would check most of the liquor stores when we we're by one, mm-hmm. and the older um, Japanese people inside, they'd just be sitting like by the front door, and they'd be like, no whiskey. Yeah. That that's how they would like engage with us. You know, I just love the good old Chief Centauri that you can buy at seven eleven. They're delicious. Great. Yeah. That's what I buy now instead of fifteen hundred dollar bottle. <laughs> that's a one time thing. <laughs> that's a one time yeah. thing. I should I don't know. That that is seems yeah. I wouldn't doubt that that'd be a one time thing. Oh yeah. Never it's again. crazy. The stuff's really good though. I think that the best alcohol I had there was the eighteen year Hakushu. Oh yeah, we have the one that I bought was the the Tori Yehibiki limited edition. Ooh. Yeah, that's craziness. Because Hibiki, you can't even get in North America at all. Right now? I don't now? think. Mm, you can, can you? buy some, but it's like... Is it, maybe th- the- is it aftermarket, though? Well, it'd be, it would be from a like a secondhand thing, right? Yeah, I would say. Like, yeah. I'll spend, like a private liquor store. Yeah. 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 Awesome. This has been amazing. <laughs> I, I actually have a time limit of like two hours on these things, and we've, we basically almost got there. Okay, awesome. Which has been insane. Excellent. This has been so yeah. awesome. Thank you for having us. It was fun. Talking about Japan made me pretty excited about food. <laughs> Thank you, you know? very much for taking the time. Yeah. And one last question. Okay. Owning a business and running a business, like what, what's the first thing that comes to mind is like a takeaway or a lesson that you've learned from, from that? Um, like we say, it's like, like adapting to change all the time. Because with COVID, we should never know. Like with the way... Thing, uh, like the world are these so, like you should never know what their controls are so i think it's just like adapting to to change and to what people want and keep people exciting and 
And would you say not being afraid to do that? Just being really, really open to it and you got to. Yeah. That's the only way to survive, I think. Yeah. Go big or go home. Yeah. I love it. And so if people want to find out more, where can they go? Um, dumplingdrop.ca uh, website. Uh, we uh, open from 3 to 6, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 556A Pandora. Beautiful. Yeah. And if people are looking at what I'm doing, um, you can go to www.vicfoodguys.ca and we got some stuff there. This will be up there. I mean, everything goes up there. Some fun stuff for sure. Okay, thank you guys. Thank you so much. Okay. So much. Bye.